When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Game day, baby. Football Monday. Eagles invade Arrowhead. One of the absolutely greatest stadiums in all of professional football and football in America. I've been there. It's a really unbelievable place. Loud. I love the tomahawk chop. Sorry, Wokers. I love the whole scenario that they have there. It, it, it's kind of like Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City. You know what I mean? Like Buffalo, New England, Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? I, I just love that place. I love everything about that fan base, too. I'm not a cheese fan. I, I mean, but I love how they're kind of like, what they do up at Green Bay with Lambeau. Okay? I love it. I love it. I just I just think this is really a great night of football. You know, I think tonight, two teams are trying to do something. Someone help me out here on this. Would it be the first time in 30 years that two teams that played in the Super Bowl are trying to get back? Why? It, it, it just crossed my mind now. Am I right when I say this? It was the 92-93 Cowboys and Bills. Does that sound right? Cowboys and Bills went back-to-back after, like, playing against one another. They went back to the Super Bowl again. Um, I, I think it's that. I could be wrong. But, I mean, the, the two teams trying to do something that we haven't seen in a couple decades. It's pretty remarkable. It shows you, quite frankly, how hard it is to win in that league. It really is, man. I mean, great weekend in the NFL, too. Week 11 will come to a conclusion tonight. Then we got the Turkey Games on Thursday. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Can't wait to get into this game. I'm going to give you my takeaway right at the top here. Now, let me do this to you before we start. If you had to win a football game, between Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, because that's kind of what we have tonight. It's Hurts and Mahomes. Who would you take? Can you bet against Mahomes? And I know you want to make the case for Jalen, but by the way, is there any quarterback in the NFL you would take over Mahomes? 
Senor goes, Hurts. Let's take a look at that. Two-time Super Bowl MVP. Two-time Super Bowl Most Valuable Player. 2016 Offensive Player of the Year. Six-time Pro Bowler. Sports Illustrated Person of the Year in 2020. Burt Bell Award. Five straight AFC title games. All-time passer rating. 104.8 NFL record. Playoffs, 107.4. Jalen, Super Bowl appearance, Pro Bowler, Burt Bell Award. Who would you take if you had to win a Super Bowl or a game? Mahomes? Who's 10-0 in November in his career? Do you know that? He's never lost a game in November at home. I'll ask you this. He's never lost a football game in November. Can make all the cases you want here. Who's the better team? I think Philly. Well, I don't know that yet because we're going to get into it. Who has the better offense? I think it's not close, really. It's the Eagles. Okay. Not this BS topic again? Why? There's two guys playing against each other tonight. Danilo, what? Why is it a BS topic? We're not talking about Kansas City playing the Chargers or the Eagles playing the Giants. It's Kansas City versus Philadelphia tonight. BS, that's the game. That's who's playing tonight. He's got to go into Kansas City and win. By the way, let's do this. There's nothing Jalen Hurts can do today in a regular season football game that will erase the fact that Mahomes will be, at the beginning of this, the best quarterback in the league, and even if he loses, the best quarterback in the league. That resume, now, now, maybe over time, he could start filling out more of these over here, and he can catch up, yes. Oh, by the way, he's 28 years old. I think what he's accomplished at the age of 28 is pretty remarkable. Okay? Let's get into the game. Had the whole weekend. No, this is a game tonight between the Chiefs and Eagles and Hurts and Mahomes and Andy Reid and Nick Sirianni. Let's not overthink this. You tried to overthink it in the Super Bowl nine months ago. He got beat. Let's not overthink this. Let's take a look at it. Eagles face a quarterback who's 45 and 10 at home all time. Playoffs and regular season. He's 10 and 0, as I said, in the month of November. Arrowhead has been very good to Patrick Mahomes and to the Kansas City Chiefs. Reed is 12 and 3 overall versus with the Chiefs. 
as a head coach coming out of the bye. Um, and by the way, the Super Bowl winner in a rematch the following year that they play are 8-2 and two versus the team they played in the Super Bowl. Eagles have a three-game win streak heading into this game in Kansas City, and they're underdogs. Eagles offense is third in scoring. Actually, if you think about it, correct me if I'm wrong on this one, um, Tone, but if you want to really look at what's happened, and I like to say trends are three games, how about this little nugget here? Jalen Hurts over the last three games, I believe, has scored 10 touchdowns total. It's pretty impressive. Okay? 10 touchdowns in three games, three straight games. Okay? Billy Ray. Mahomes never lost to Denver either. Then he did. Okay. I'm talking about a guy who's never been beaten at home and is 45 and 10 and is the two-time Super Bowl champion and the reigning Super Bowl MVP and league MVP. Okay? Great. By the way, that Denver loss doesn't look that bad now. They're five and five. Chiefs defense, top five. I see the Niners Circus came to play in the chat today. We'll talk about them a little later on. I'm here on Eagles and Chiefs right now. Here's the Chiefs defense, top five. Points allowed. Yards per game. And only allowed 15 total touchdowns so far this NFL season. They've only allowed 15 TDs. They're one of the best defenses in points allowed this year. I don't really, get this, I don't really believe that Mahomes has been spectacular. But he's top five in passing yards. Passing touchdowns, and he really hasn't been spectacular. Here's the problem though, with the team, and I'm talking KC. Chiefs run defense, and the two losses have given up 135 and a half yards to an opponent in those losses. And surrendered in the air 168-5. Well, when you're putting up nearly 140 yards rushing on your defense and your run defense, you really don't, like the Super Bowl showed you, you really don't have to throw the ball a lot. That's why in the two games that Mahomes has beaten the Eagles in back-to-back, back-to-back seasons, they've run the ball at 175 yards a clip, averaging both games. They haven't had to throw the ball. Low percentage turnover plays is running the ball. Patrick Mahomes in those games didn't have to. He doesn't have to throw for 350 yards. In a football team that's traditionally hanging around 20th in run offense, they average 175 yards a game on you. 40 degrees and rainy tonight. Get ready for... Stoutland run game. Hmm. I think that is something, Big Fish. 
tell you what, that is something. Because to what Big Fish just said, okay, Casey's pass offense versus the Eagles' pass defense, Philly's run game. Danelle, thank you so much. <laughs> hey, who said that about the referee and new commissioner? Relax in there, man. <laughs> uh, hey, Joey, relax. I'll get to that later. Hey, Big Sills, just want to say that your segment with Tone is my favorite thing. Me too. Love it too, my friend. That'll be at 3.30. Gary Cobb at 4.30, Fox, NFL, Philadelphia. Um, we will talk with him, Fox 29, as they get ready for that game tonight. And he'll be doing a pre- and post-game show tonight for Fox 29, but he'll start it out with us here. Coaches are superior on the Kansas City side. Listen, don't debate that. Don't debate Nick Sirianni, Andy Reid, and Steve Spagnola. But then again, it's not a rip on Sean Desai or Brian Johnson or Nick. Dude, it's like comparing Nick to Mike Tomlin or Nick to Pete Carroll. This comes down to the Jimmys and Joes. If you've got the guy under center, you're going to win games with elite coaches. Those coaches never change who they are. It's the talent around them that changes. Okay? You're not going to ever compare Nick Sirianni with Andy Reid. Stop it. Andy Reid will go down as one of the greatest head football coaches in pro football history. Sirianni has done nothing. That other coaches haven't done in this league with a great start to their coaching career. Matt LaFleur is a great example of it. Matt LaFleur's first three years, he was 39 and 9. 39 and 9. You think he's a great coach in Green Bay? Or was it Aaron Rodgers in him? As a matter of fact, that guy got out to a better start than Nick. He had three years in a row with 13 wins. Would you, would you confuse that guy with one of the better coaches in the league? We got to a Super Bowl. Great, so did Kyle Shanahan. We're still waiting on Shanahan. We're still waiting on Kyle Shanahan. It's funny. He didn't get to a Super Bowl. You actually think Nick Sirianni's a better head coach than John Harbaugh? Do you? No, he's not better. Oh, he's won one, but your guy. Or how about the guy in Los Angeles? Sean McVay. Sean McVay is still to this day the youngest head coach in the NFL. Do you know that? How, no, you know what? D'Amico Ryans may be He might be. I don't know. He might be younger. I... I think McVay, is he 40 yet? Is, is Sean McVay 40? <laughs> That's a, I don't even know. Is Sean McVay 40? 
the guy who's won two NFC titles in a Super Bowl. Is he 40 yet? Holy shit. Tone just told me Sean McVay's 37 years old. So he's younger than Nick. The point is, it's what Tone says all the time. Your record is not ever going to be indicative of who you are as a coach unless you punch your ticket. And that's a Super Bowl win. Because that validates it. And it actually, it doesn't validate your win record. Dick Vermeil's got a 526 win percentage. You think that Nick is a better coach than Dick? I don't. I mean, look, this is really not a debate here about coaching. It's about trying to compare yourself to a guy like Andy Reid. Dude, the only guy in this league that can compare himself to Andy Reid is really the guy in New England. Okay? But when you hear people, our channel, local radio guys, saying that Sirianni is the best coach in the NFC, I think you got to win one before you can make those arguments. I don't think you can just win regular season ball games because then you know who you are. You're the Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins of coaching. You got to win that thing. More so for coaches. This is a big game for Nick tonight. Tell you why. Nick takes his coaching staff in there like Dan Campbell did. I'll tell you this, that Dan Campbell win in Kansas City on banner night or ring night, whatever it was, pretty impressive in the opener. And I know they didn't have Jones and Kelsey in that game. I get it. Fans who say Hurts outplayed Mahomes are wrong. He had more spectacular plays, but Pat played more efficiently, mistake-free. Great stuff as always. Hello, DC, I'll say this to you. He had the kind of game that Jalen had against Dak. Jalen made the big plays in that Dallas game. Dak couldn't. So what's the Eagles' plan to win this game tonight? I'm going to get to that. I'm going to say this tonight. After careful consideration, Kansas City's unbeatable at home. I got the Chiefs winning tonight, 24-21. I don't think you're going into Kansas City and winning that ball game. I just don't. You haven't proven it yet. And you can sit around and talk about maybes, ifs, what you can, who he is, who you think he is, what will he do. The fact is, you haven't done it yet. And you haven't accomplished it yet. And you've had two cracks at him. And they've beaten you different ways. Actually, one way. They've outrun you. Um, Kansas City at home, the points are different. They score more at home. They give up less at home. They're almost unbeatable. Well, Mahomes is unbeatable in the month of November. He's unbeat. He's never lost a game in Kansas City in the month of November. Ever. He's 45 and 10. Regular season and post game. Postseason. He outplays you in the fourth quarter when it counted the most. 
with lesser talent. See, you look at the talent on your team and you still can't come to grips with your Super Bowl 57 loss. You got the same talent. Nothing's different. I don't think you've closed the gap. I think it's widened because KC's defense got better. Mahomes doesn't have to be spectacular. Jalen does. Similar score as you, Sills. 40-20, Eagles win. That's not a similar score. I got 24-21. Kansas City winning the game. You know, now, Joho, I, I thought about it because I started looking at how well they play at home and how well they play in the weather at home. Now, I do think this game is going to be closer now. Now, here, personally, I don't think you're going to get the run game going. Why would I think that? You haven't. If Hertz runs the ball tonight and there's RPOs in that game like they had in the first, first half of that Super Bowl, Eagles have a tremendous shot of winning that game. But I don't believe they're going to do that. They really haven't done it all year. They're not trying to do that anymore. They kind of gotten away from what they do. Once Hertz left the run game, you don't really have a power run game anymore. Nor do you have, nor do you have a red zone offense, really. It's gotten better. I don't I think your defense. And I think I'm seeing a little bit more volume and getting back and getting home from the Eagles. I think it's ticked up, especially what they did in the Dallas game. But it's KC at home. You haven't beaten them. You haven't beaten them at your place and a neutral site. Why would I think you're going to go into Kansas City and win? Give me a reason. Give me a factual reason that you think you're going to go into Kansas City where they've pretty much beaten you at neutral sites and on the road. That you're going to go into a place where they play exceptionally well. Give me one reason why I, I'll, I'll, and I'll land on it and I'll go, oh, okay, you're right. Weather? Well, that means they're going to run the ball. I don't believe they will. I don't believe it. I want to see it. They have Jalen Hurts is your running game. Okay. Give me one reason that the Eagles win tonight. Because Jalen's a star. I'm sorry, you're going to bet against the best guy on the planet. Jalen's got a fine resume. But you're going against the best. If this was in Lincoln Financial, I'd probably go Eagles. There's a reason the guys in Vegas think Kansas City's going to win. This has got to be one of the only games, too, I think that. When's the last time the Eagles were, like, underdogs? I, was it this, Were they favored in the Super Bowl by a point? Weren't they favored by a point and a half in the Super Bowl? Get this. So I think you weren't you guys favored in the Super Bowl? So you've gone from being favorites going into Super Bowl 57 to a, to a two and a half point dog. Is that right? Huh. Even the guys in Vegas think the gap's widened. 
I just said, Prince, 24-21 Chiefs. Yes. Give me one reason where you think you're going to outmatch them that you couldn't do in the Super Bowl. One read, I'll take it. I'm not kidding you. I'm not baiting you. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm just asking you. Help me out here. Help me out. Eagles run defense. That's what I said. Casey's pass offense versus the Eagles pass defense. Philly's run game where I don't think you have one right now. And the Chiefs suspect run defense. Yes. Personally, I think Jalen has to throw for 165 yards tonight in the rain, but they won't do that. They'll want to put him on display and they'll they'll play right into the hands of Steve Spagnuolo because they'll want him to be out there on display if Jalen Hurts throws for 300 yards, the Eagles will lose. That's what I see. Because that means they went away from something that Kansas City does poorly. That's run the ball against them and their run defense. You're going to go against a football team that doesn't give points up, plays pretty good in the secondary, and you're going to counter what they don't do well, and that is play run defense. Why would you do that? Remember what I told you about the least amount of resistance on how you want to get home? That's why most teams today, you know what they do? They don't try to establish the run against the Eagles. That's why you're the worst team in giving up first downs. And most teams, are th- you're the worst team on first down this year. Because you surrender the most. Teams don't go in it going, hey, let's run at Jordan Davis and Jordan and, and Jalen Carter. They try to just get enough to get their beak wet. So the play action and trying to keep the linebackers home, and then they attack your secondary. Beating the Eagles is in the secondary. It's not run defense. Why would I try to establish the run against Philly when you can't defend the pass? That is what's happened. Get a, again, this isn't early in the season conversation any longer. Everything I'm telling you right now is who you are and how teams have attacked you. Okay. <clears throat> this is, I mean, that's how they're going to, to me, I think they're going to try to get that run game going because they've had success and they want to check it out. And they want to see if you're going to be able in those linebackers. You see, you don't have the linebacking core that you had a year ago. They're nowhere near those guys as tacklers. That, I mean, you, you've got to downgrade at your linebacker position. They stabilized it. But they're not Kaiser White. Kaiser White and TJ Edwards, those guys had over 300 tackles combined. You don't have anything nearly of that. They're playing better. I've said that to you. They're playing better. Okay? Okay? They're playing better. So, end of the day here, here. I would say this to you. I I would say this. 
the Eagles have to score first. So I would I would want the ball. I wouldn't want to be on defense. I wouldn't want to get Mahomes to get a lead on you. I'd want to, but then again, I don't know if they're going to run the ball. Depending again, I I, I want to see how bad this weather is tonight too. I do. I want to see how bad the weather is. I'll tell you, man. When I, what Jalen hurts if they give him ten carries or fifteen carries tonight. I'm not concerned about his 300 yards passing. If he has 75 yards rushing again, and he and he's able to get that going tonight in the rain, that that will be a hard night for Kansas City. But I don't believe they're going to do that. Okay? I just don't. They haven't. Now, will they unveil it tonight? It's kind of, you know what? Again, that's a that's an opinion. People are saying they will. Okay, well, they haven't. It's not unleashing Swift. It's unleashing Hurts. Swift doesn't scare me. Swift is here. Of all the offensive guys in that huddle, Hurts, Brown, Devontae, Swift. He's the last guy in the room. He doesn't concern me. You want to play 20 to 20 ball with Swift? Have at it. They're one of the best teams in the NFL when it comes to giving up points and points allowed. They're they're better than they were in Super Bowl 57. Can you say that? You can't. You're not. You're not better than you. You know what's funny? Every show that I listen to, you won't address that. You're not better of a unit than you were in Super Bowl 57. You're not. You're not a you're not as good a defense. I didn't say your offense wasn't great. I didn't say that. I said as a unit. As a unit, do you think your defense right now is as good as that defense that went against Mahomes in Super Bowl 57? Yes or no? You want to see delusion? Watch this. You're basically the same when your last in pass defense Compared to where when you were second, I think, or first in pass defense, you think you're a better unit. Yes, Sills, because we're number one. I know you run defense, but you're going against the best passer in the game and maybe a generational talent. Hey, I wonder how you would look at this if that was Brady playing against you and he was 28 years old. If you would think the same, you haven't beat him. It's in Kansas City. All you can do is sit here and speculate. He's done it. You get extra credit for having accomplished and accomplishing the task. As my friend Tone says, You don't get credit for showing up to the exam. He gets the extra credit for finishing the exam. What are we talking about here? Speculation? 
I am not a fortune teller. I don't do my show on speculating and fortune telling. I talk to you about what teams are right this day, going in to a game. Tomorrow, we'll analyze the game on what happened and what did not happen. That's, in my opinion, how I do my show. That's why when you start giving guys and you hear people talking about Nick Sirianni being the best coach in the NFC when there's multiple coaches in the NFC that have won Super Bowls and have been to Super Bowls, and you talk about a guy with a record who's take who, who takes the test but hasn't passed it. And all you talk to me about is people not finishing the assignment. It's asinine. I talk in reality here to you. It's not hating. I don't care. I don't know, I don't know Nick Sirianni from a can of paint. I don't really give a shit. I really don't give a shit about Patrick Mahomes, Andy. I tell you what I see. You see something different. That's fine. I see a guy that is on his way to putting himself. Patrick Mahomes doesn't compare himself to Jalen Hurts. He compares himself to history. He's chasing history, not Jalen Hurts. Hurts is chasing Mahomes. You get that and you understand. Just like Trevor Lawrence is chasing Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, all of them are chasing Mahomes. He ain't chasing them. That guy's at a different level right now. He is chasing history. That's why when you get in a game with a guy like that, you got to play 60 minutes of great ball against him. He can't have shitty plays on special teams. He can't have bad play calling anywhere in the game. You can't have receivers running in or DBs running in another. You can't have bad coordinators on defense. All of that shit has to play out. And by the way, for the record, Patrick Mahomes has the perfect Camelot. He's got a so let me ask you this. Do you think of generational talent like Patrick Mahomes is going to play better with a better defense than what he did in the Super Bowl against better teams? Why wouldn't you think that? So I, I like how people are assuming that Jalen's going to play better than he did in the Super Bowl, but Mahomes isn't going to play better also. Well, I'll take Mahomes' better at home. Everything that I told... Hey, by the way, I think it is a gigantic task to go in there for anybody. This isn't really an eagle thing. This is a teams in the league going in there. You, you're, you're, I know you're homers. I know you love it. And I know you love your team. But I think you've got quite a task tonight. My guy's up for the task. I'm not saying he's not. But there have been a lot of people. 55 opponents have gone into Arrowhead. And 45 have come out losers. And no one's ever beaten him in November. 
Could you be the first? Absolutely. I started looking at, over the weekend, how great they are at home. More points, less surrendered. His quarterback rating is off the charts at home. He's almost unbeatable there. It's like Brady up at Gillette. Didn't Brady have like some sort of crazy number two in like December or November where he didn't get beat up there for, I thought it was like the Ravens that went up there or the Colts that went up there one year and stopped the streak. Okay. Remember you said Kansas City won't make it back. I did say that. They've proven me wrong. They're seven and two. By the way, we're still halfway through the race, Prince. I'm talking about November 20th, tonight. That has nothing to do with February. I said tonight. We are talking about November 10th, Prince, not February 14th. That's four months from now, guy. Wake me up when it's February. It's November 20th, tonight. Not February 14th. Wake me up when it's February. And then we'll debate it then. But tonight? Two best teams, 15 and 3, going into it tonight against one another. Combined. Future Hall of Famers across the board. I think it's pretty remarkable that Andy Reid has so much on both sides of the ball. Andy Reid has two Hall of Famers that he drafted and the Kelsey brothers. It's crazy great. It's crazy great. Yeah, d- hey, uh, don't worry about it, my friend. Prince likes to bring up dumb shit that's eight months from now. I'm talking about November 20th, tonight, Monday Night Football. He's talking about some bullshit in February. Congratulations to you, kid. Why don't you give me some... Um, Powerball numbers, too, in February. Hopefully, we'll land on them, too. Dumb. Tonight. Let's talk tomorrow? Absolutely. This is about a heavyweight fight tonight. Against the champ. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. This is the heavyweight champ. You're fighting the champ. You're fighting the dynasty in the NFL tonight. Not You're not a dynasty. One, one title is not a dynasty. Okay? Kansas City is on the brink of a dynasty. My boy, backpedaling skills are insane, so you should play DB. Hey, thanks for the five bucks. Backpedaling? Because it's November 20th instead of February 14th. I've, I've just wasted two seconds of my life I'll never get back. And the Eagles go into this game underdogs where they were favored in Super Bowl 57. 
Even the guys in Vegas and Atlantic City see you are not the same team, but not you. I'm not saying they're going to win, but Hurts feels more prepared as a passer this year, especially in tight games late. Do I feel more confident in Jalen Hurts' passing game this year than I did a year ago? I'd be a fool to say no, I, I, I don't. I do. I do. But you had a better run game last year, too, to kind of comp- to compensate for that, too, to get some more balance in there. I think they've tried to become more balanced. But do I feel more confident that Jalen um, is improving in the passing game? Like, you really want to get into a shootout with uh, Patrick Mahomes at home? Is that what you're saying you want to do? You want to get into a throwing match with him. And you don't want to go against the one thing that Kansas City doesn't do very well, and that's run defense. You play right into an L. You play right into an L when you do that. Kansas City wants you in a throwing game. They don't want you to do the number one thing that you should do in this game tonight. Run the fucking ball, dude. You should have 45 attempts tonight. Kansas City can't stop it. In their losses, they've averaged 100 and almost 40 yards a game in yards allowed. It's the way to keep the ball out of his hands. It's the way to keep him on the sidelines. And it's a way for you to be a dominant football team on the road. To me, when I play in a place like Kansas City or Lambeau, I'm not looking to get into a shootout, dude. Not with a guy who's as accomplished as that guy is and plays as well as he does at home. I'm not sure I've ever seen a quarterback outside of Tom Brady have a better home record than what Mahomes does. He he is almost unbeatable there. You know, you guys throw all your bullshit records at me. At least that guy's got Super Bowl titles and Super Bowl MVPs wrapped around him. And I don't, you know what? And I can guarantee you there's a lot of people that are a little bent with what I'm saying because you know why? I'm telling you the truth. That guy versus anybody else in the league, it's not a Jalen Hurts thing. Again, I don't give a shit if it's Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow. It doesn't matter. It really is not a Hurts thing. This is about Mahomes. Like, it was never about – well, Brady and Manning were great. What made Manning on Tom Brady's level? When he won a Super Bowl, not with all the yards he threw up. You know what happened in that battle? Once it became a factor that Tom Brady was going to continue to win Super, think about this too. Let me show you the same exact thing. You are Peyton Manning. You have all the talent that Manning had, and he won one Super Bowl. And I keep bringing this stat up to you all the time. All the skilled people that they had, only Gronk. It's the same formula. Shitty receivers, great tight end. Great O-line and a spectacular quarterback. There was no Hall of Fame wideouts in New England. You had Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison, Dallas Clark, the tight end, Edgerin James, Marshall Falk. Look at the talent that Peyton Manning had, like you guys. And yet he couldn't beat Brady. Or he couldn't out 
outperformed Brady in Super Bowls. Randy Moss never won a fucking Super Bowl with Tom Brady. Stop with Randy Moss. He never won a Super Bowl with him. He didn't have any Hall of Fame talent when he was winning those Super Bowls except for Gronk. And that skilled position sets. We're no wide receivers up there that are going to Canton. It's the same formula in Kansas City. They're duplicating exactly how Brady won Super Bowls in New England and Kansas City. A decent run game, really good old line, spectacular tight end, and a bunch of guys at wide out. Didn't Deion Branch win an MVP? Who the fuck is Deion Branch? Desmond Howard won an MVP. Who, who's Deion Branch? He tried to go to Seattle and he bombed. Who's Deion Branch? I haven't heard that name Deion Branch in 20 years. Okay. So again, end of the day, this is not about a hurts. This is more about Mahomes tonight at home and how much I think they got better since this. Uh, I think they've gotten better. And you know what? As I, as I sat over the weekend and I'm looking at it, I do not believe the Eagles got better since Super Bowl 57. You're not better. You're trying to convince yourself you are as a unit. Kansas City got better. You're you did not get better. You got cheaper. Now, again, Carter Carter's a factor, absolutely. You got better there, but as a unit, you didn't get better than Kansas City. Anybody who says that that they improve and that defense has improved to being a top 5 unit now. And they're one of the best teams in points allowed. I don't know what you're talking about here. That's not who that team was a year ago. Facts. And they play in the AFC. And you know what's crazy about tonight? If you lose, Detroit and you are tied for home field advantage. In the NFC, that's what's on the line tonight for the Eagles tonight. You'll be tied with the Lions. Okay. RTF goes top five defense, but they haven't played us. No, but the commanders have, and so have the Jets. And this is a different guy. And it's at home in Kansas City. What have I said here? Like I said, look at this. Eagles have to face a quarterback who's 45 and 10 at home. He's 10-0 in November. Andy Reid is 12-3 and coming off of bye since he's been the KC head coach. Teams that have won the Super Bowl in rematches are 8-2. The Chiefs defense are... 
top five in yards per game, points allowed, and have only given up 15 touchdowns this season so far. Where have they gotten better? Um, again, the only thing, and, and and by the way, here maybe I should go here too. Do I think that the Philadelphia Eagles have the capacity to beat them in Kansas City? Absolutely. But I don't think you're going to go there and do the right thing. I think this is where you got outcoached again. This is going to come down to philosophy and game planning tonight, and you're going to have the wrong game plan tonight. Because if you don't run the ball more than you throw it, you're going to lose. And I think they're going to do that. You know why? Because this is kind of what you did do and what you are doing. Hurts is not a factor in that run game. He's not. Now, will he be tonight if they do? Obviously, that changes the – in that Super Bowl, you had 10 designed run plays in the first half that netted 52 yards. You haven't done that this year. Do they do it tonight coming off a bye, thinking the kid, and do they throw his ass out there? Here's something else you got to remember. He's been banged up all year. You really want to put him in a no-holds bar and put him in the position tonight, all chips in tonight, and run that guy 18 times tonight against one of the top units in the league. And think about preserving that guy, which you've been trying to do all year before you get down to Dallas. You've also got to look at that. At what expense tonight are you going to run him? Because now you're in a position, philosophy-wise, we've been trying to protect him. You see it, too. You know they've been trying to protect him all year. Are they going to put all their chips on the line tonight and push everything in tonight in play calling and run Hurts tonight? I, I think he's got to run 15, 16 times tonight to win this ball game. Swift doesn't scare me. I don't give a shit about him. I really don't. I, okay, I, I do not. Okay, my fear is Hurts on third and 11, getting in the perimeter and then not setting the edge because that's where he breaks your back. And then you have to keep backers at home. He's not running. I don't fear their run game. Swift is not a dynamic runner. He is a he's a versatile back. I don't fear Pacheco. They're kind of the same guy. There's really no power backs in this game except for Jalen Hurts. Okay. Swift is a top five back. Swift built his yardage on two games. He's built his yardage on two games. The rest of them have been decent. I wouldn't say great. Two games. The rest of them, th those were two months ago. Okay? And Hurts doesn't, again, like I said, the number one running back on the Philadelphia Eagles that frightens me the most is your quarterback. He's the one. I do think that Jalen is getting into the end zone more. He's got 10 touchdowns in the last three games. Okay? That's two great games. I know. You've played 10. I get it. You've you 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 you've played 9, excuse me. You're 8 and are you 8 and 1? So you you're playing your 10th game tonight. Okay. So you've got two good games. Congratulations.
doesn't make a season. Um, and again, that's not consistent. You run the ball tonight, you win the game. I don't think you will. I don't think you're going to. Hey, Prince, I'm sorry you don't like what I said. I'm not here whether you like it or not. I don't really care. It has no bearing on me whether you like my take, my spin. All I'm doing is spitting out what the Kansas City Chiefs have done since Super Bowl 57. And quite frankly, they've gotten better. They're incredible at home. Um, Mahomes and the numbers even dictate that, that they're better at home this year too. And they're fighting history right now. They're not fighting you. They're playing for history. You're, 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 you're fighting to be in their league. And you think you're in their league. Well, you're one of the better teams, but that doesn't put you in their league until you beat them. That, that goes across the board for everyone. It, it, again, you think I'm picking on the Eagles tonight. I'm not picking on the Eagles. You're just the other 31 teams. Whether your record is 8-1 and one or 7-3, and three, it really doesn't matter to me. You see, in the NFL, it's about winning the last game of the season in February. Nothing more, nothing less. The records don't matter except for that. Quarterbacks, coaches, we're all gauged on what you do in the month of January and February. Outside of that, you're Dak Prescott and you're Kirk Cousins. Or you're, you, hey, you know what's crazy? That number I saw with, that number I saw with Brock Purdy. Here, check this out. So Brock Purdy has played. What is it now? Here it is. So Brock Purdy has played 15 NFL games. He's 12 and three as a starter. He's now leading the NFL in uh, completion percentage at 70.2. Um, he was absolutely almost flawless. And this year he's got 26-62 and 18 touchdowns and five picks. And I keep hearing people throwing game manager around. 12 and 3. He's 18 and 5, and he's leading the NFL in completion percentage. Leading the league in completion percentage and having a 158 quarterback rating is not a game manager. Now You'll go like this. Sills, take, take Trent Williams off the field. I get it. Take Lane Johnson off the field. You see, the guy in Kansas City, you could take anybody off the field, and he's going to win because he does. That's the magic of him and Brady. Didn't really matter who they played with because they won no matter who was on the field. Edelman, Welker. Deion Branch, Lamar, what was his name? Lamar White, is that was his name? I forget that kid, that line, that running back they had back in the day. 
I mean, Sony Michelle. Didn't matter who they had. Aaron Hernandez. Professor Sills, is the Eagle style of defense that regardless of the quarterback, they're gonna they're going to put up numbers. What's the difference between 400 passing yards from Howe versus 400 from Mahomes in a win? I think Mahomes gets the ball in the end zone. I don't well, – it's a good question. What's the difference between 400 yards from Howe and 400 yards from Mahomes? The difference is I think it's Kansas City's defense. Do you understand – I don't think you guys understand what I'm saying here, and I want to make sure you get it. If the Eagles run the ball 48 times, they probably win the game, but I don't think you are. I do not believe you are. You're not going to want to play that style, even though it looks like it's in climate weather tonight. You run the ball 38 times tonight, 38 to 40 times, you're going to win. But I don't believe you will. And there'll be a turnover in the game. See, here's the difference, too. How many turnovers did they have in those two wins versus you? Super Bowl, I don't believe they had any turnovers, Kansas City. And how many did they have any in that 21 game? I don't know if they had any turnovers in that game as well. Okay. Um Brian Johnson is brain dead. No, he's not. I, I think he's actually getting better. Mahomes threw one pick in 21. And, okay, so there's been one pick in eight quarters. Okay? Hurts will have a pick six. I I do not believe that. I, I do not believe that. The Eagles are going to get beat on defense. They're not going to get beat because of their offense again. This is, no, no. That, you're not going to get beat because of your offense. You may get beat because of your offensive philosophy, but you're not going to get beat because of that offense. That offense is going to be, look, the Eagles' talent alone. Here, I'll put this out there to you. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you something here. That's gonna be even more insane. Mulata, all pro, right tackle. He'll make it this year, the Pro Bowl. Mulata. I think that Landon Dickerson will be an alternate. Second team all pro, Dickerson. Your center's going to the Pro Bowl. He'll be the starter, Kelsey. Pro bowler. Right guard, obviously a hole. Right tackle, pro bowl. You have four pro bowl players on your old line, and you're not going to fucking run the ball tonight? What's wrong with you? Name me another football team in the league that's got four pro bowlers out of five guys who won't run the ball anymore. Name me one. You got four pro bowlers. Four. 
four of the best in the sport. Last year, he had five Pro Bowl talented guys. There isn't a team. You got you got a Pro Bowl wideout. Your quarterback's a Pro Bowler. Here's who Kansas City has. One Pro Bowl quarterback, one Pro Bowl guard, probably the Pro Bowl center, and tight end. You got seven of your 11. Devontae will be an alternate or second team Pro Bowl. AJ, Pro Bowl. Four guys in the O-line. You got seven guys with your quarterback. And for you to have four offensive line pro bowlers and you don't run the ball 38 times versus a team that can't stop the run, if that happens, that's when you kill verbally Brian Johnson Tuesday morning. Because Kansas City can't stop the run. They cannot stop the run. Okay? (laughs) Sill says, just because you say it doesn't make it true. What? All the things I pointed out about who Kansas City, you just don't like who Kansas City is. Because the Eagles aren't Kansas City. And they haven't accomplished what they've accomplished in five years. It's okay to be jealous. That's through hard work, great evaluating, and winning. You see, they passed the test. You take the test. There's a difference. Again, I'm not predicting. I oh, No, no, I am predicting. I don't believe you're going to run it. And I don't mean run it with Swift. I'm talking run it with Hurts. Hurts is the key tonight in the run game. It's not Swift. You think giving Swift the ball 28 times is going to be the way you're going to beat them? You're wrong. You're wrong. You were three points away from beating them. How many times did Jalen run in that Super Bowl? How many carries did he have? <coughs> how many times? How many carries? <coughs> Seals is pretty elite to you. He's played 15 games. How could he be elite? He's played 15 ball games. I think he's really good. Elite? Holy shit. Let's get through a 16 game or 17 game season for, before we start talking about it. Okay. How many, how many, how many, how many, how many rushing attempts did he have in that Super Bowl? 14, 15? Did he have in that game? See, I've heard people in the morning over on WIP, and I hear all this shit like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do that, we're going to do this, we're going to run the ball more, we're going to do this, we're going to establish our game, we're going to be able to complete, we're going to get home. And Patrick Mahomes has been sacked 12 times. (laughs) That's wishful thinking. Until you apply it tonight. Why in the world would you think you're going to get home when you're they're going to play pitch? Get this. How are you getting home with sacks tonight 
when you're 10 yards off the ball against Patrick Mahomes, explain that one to me. How are you getting sacks when you're 10 yards off the ball on your corners? Explain that. Help me on that one. Explain that. They have, they don't need to see Carter. One, two, three, throw. One, like Sam Howell. One, two, three, throw. One, two, three, throw. One, two, three, throw. When the guy brings him up, Kelsey down the seam, over the top, 72-yard TD. That's what they're going to do. So wait a minute. You're going to play 10 yards off the ball on a guy who's got one of the quickest releases in the league and has only been sacked 12 times, and you guys think you're getting two, three sacks tonight. I don't know how and where you see that. Now, Dirty D goes, let's hope we see the uh, D show up like they did for the Dolphins. Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw to spots. Tua is a spot passer. He throws to spots. He doesn't have an arm. This guy has, this guy is ambidextrous. I've seen this guy throw 25-yard passes left-handed. There is one quarterback in National Football League, Jimmy Johnson says it's not tradable, and it's the guy in Kansas City. He's like, you can't trade for a guy like that. You would never – in a if you, all, you couldn't give the Kansas City Chiefs five first-rounders for him. It is – he's untradable. That guy is untradeable. He's the only player I've ever seen at that position that is untradeable. And you're going to allow that guy to play pitch and catch. Hey, by the way, get this. This is not something that is a theory. This is what you do. Sam Howell threw for almost 800 yards on you doing that with the shittiest O-line. Difference is, that guy had 40 sacks coming into that game versus you. This guy's got 12. You run the ball, you win. You don't? You're going to – they'll beat you by 10. You have to, you have four pro bowlers in 2023 in your old line. You better utilize them. What good, what, what good, what good has Matt Patricia done? Look, no, no, no. The D is worse because of the inexperience, the injuries, and the cheapness in the offseason. Linebackers. My friend, you got a linebacker starting that you cut and then pulled off the fucking practice squad team starting. So I'm a little nervous about Dallas now. Not a chance. 
putting Jimmy in the ring of honor. I'll talk about that later. Hey, guys, are you crazy? Are you really going to sit here if you're Philadelphia Eagle fans worrying about the Cowboys after the Giants and the Carolina Panther game? You can't be real. You can't, you cannot be real. Okay? You can't be real. I the win by the, the Cowboys over the Carolina Panthers? Watch this. I have no different opinion about them. I think they're the worst seven and three team in the league. Have they beaten a team with a 500 or a, a, a 500 or better um, team this year? Have they beat a team above 500? The Eagles, Chiefs, Niners, they live by that. They don't feed off the bottom dwellers and then jump up off the top of the le- bottom of the lake and go, hey, look at us, we're back. Dude, no, you're not. You're roadkill. The Cowboys are roadkill. That's playing great. Against the Giants and the Panthers. So the Giants, wait, the Cowboys haven't played against a 500 or better team or beaten a 500 or better team. And I'm supposed to sit here after Carolina and go, hey, Cowboys are back. Eagle fans, it's you and the other guy on the West Coast. And maybe, maybe, maybe Detroit. Maybe. I don't know yet. I saw the Ravens put the whooping stick on them. Jalen had 15 carries for 70 yards and three three TDs running. Just answering one question you asked. He does that in that game tonight. They'll They'll win that game tonight handily. I don't give a shit what his his passing numbers are. He does 15 carries for 70 yards and three touchdowns. I, that that thing is that that will be that's the remedy on beating that team. Casey can't stop the run. You're right. We don't stand a chance tonight against Kansas City. It's been a great season. You can put Prince's up there. I got to I want to read it because he spends the money and he spends the time and he comes here every day and I appreciate him. It's been a great season, guys. Maybe next year we can get over the hill. Hey, congratulations to you, Prince. Sorry you gave up on your season already. I'm talking about November 20th tonight. He's putting all his eggs in one basket with that super uh, chat there. His super chat, he put his whole season into tonight. You see what he did? His whole season comes down to tonight. I'm talking to you about Kansas City on November 20th. Not about once again. Hey, dude, you got to make your mind up. Either you're going to talk about February 14th or you're going to talk about November 20th. Please pick one. I'm confused. I mean, I'm I'm a little confused, dude. First, you want to talk about November 20th. or You don't want to talk about November 20th. You want to talk about February 14th. Now you want to talk about the season being over tonight if we have no chance to win. I'm confused. I'm, I'm completely confused. So your season's over if you lose tonight? <laughs> Who said that? The media have been juicing the Cowboy fans and trolls for ratings. 
Hey, Philadelphia, those guys, in my opinion, winning against Carolina, didn't Carolina have them down to one score in the fourth quarter before they pulled away? How about Micah Parsons crowing and the way he was crowing about um, – how, how the way Michael Part? What do you get? Uh, two and a half sacks against Carolina, the shittiest O line. I've never seen a team. You know, you know what it's like doing. They like they like giving the Cowboys love after, like you find like one of those like squirrels on the side of the road, and you get to run the squirrel over again. You say, "Hey, I killed it," and you you, you get to kill something twice. It's already dead. <laughs> yeah, but I killed it. Yeah, no, it was dead two weeks ago. Yeah, but I killed it. No, 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 no. The, dude, the Giants and the Panthers are going to be picking at the top of the draft. It's sarcasm. Oh, really? Okay, hey, congratulations to you, Bob Hope. I say you're no hope, but hey, you want to be, hey, you want to be Dave Chappelle and you want to be all that. Congratulations to you, man. <laughs> there he is, LJ. L LJ Capel. L LJ Chappelle. <laughs> hey, L LJ Chappelle was being sarcastic. Really? <laughs> you see, you have to understand something about me, homie. Just to hook you up here. Okay. I know you're being sarcastic. I'm not one of them uh, guys that take everything literally because I don't talk literally. <laughs> I don't do any of that shit. Hey, you said this and you're, I'm holding you to this. You said that's not how I work. Did I say that? I may have forgotten it. <laughs> I said that really shit, man. My wife reminded me, Hey, my wife reminded me the other day. She goes, Hey man, she goes, have you ever been to Arkansas? I go, I've never been to Arkansas in my life. She went like this. Jesus criminy, man. You played against the Razorbacks when you were younger. When you went to Arizona, when you went to Arkansas, and I go, oh, yeah. I could, I, I, you could have put me in the electric chair, and I would have said, I've never been to Arkansas in my life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right? Sills, did ESPN get informed about women's rugby uh, refs and – the fix being on Joey B. Joey B, how do you know this? Joey B, how do you know this? Okay. I'm going to tell you guys something here. My guy Tone's going to be at the bottom of the hour here. Don't worry. You guys are going to feel good in a minute here. Tone's coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Juice you guys back all up for tonight. Okay. He'll make you feel better. I promise you. I know he will. Okay. I'm counting on it. Because I know some of you are probably a little butthurt right now, but it's all right. It'll make you feel better. Okay? That's coming up here. But I will have to – I have to confess something here. Yeah, man, I almost got, got thrown out of a rugby uh, match um, um, on um, on Sunday because the, this these people at this uh, rugby event my daughter was at with her college, they fixed the game. And they were fixing it so bad that I even called the athletic director from the university. And uh, one of the refs kind of said something to me. And I said, listen here, guy, um, I'm going to break glass here in a minute. You better not 
talk to me like that and go sit your ass down before you get slapped. <laughs> and I, I shouldn't do that. And I know better than that. Okay. I know better than that. Joey, Joey, Dak barely had 200 yards against a team that was one and nine. I know that throw stupid. Hey, hey, Joey, hang on, Joey. I was like this. The guy goes, how does that help? Because I was screaming at the ref like I don't usually do. He goes, how does that help? I go, Aunt Betty, I'm sorry, but I did do this. Shut the fuck up. And the guy goes like this. How does that help? And I went, shut the fuck up. And he goes like this. Well, you can go. And I go like this. I'll tell you what. You move me over there. I'll give you my Hummer. <laughs> oh, my wife's my wife was screaming too. So they got a full taste of the Cilios, man. We were on full display. It was one of the most egregious things I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen a I've never seen a sporting event rig like that. And when you see your kid crying when she walks off the field as the captain, and they rigged the game, and you lose two nothing because they gave him a kick. I, I, I blew a gasket. I won't lie, man. I, I blew a gasket. <laughs> the Cowboys keep sitting Dak in the fourth quarter. I wonder how he will fare when he actually has to play one. What a tomato. Hey, you know, I mean, I mean, the, the Cowboys are the worst seven and three team on the planet, man. Yeah, no, I, I should have controlled myself better. I was, yeah, I was a little unruly. <laughs> Somebody's, hey, somebody said something to me. Like, you know, somebody goes, she told my daughter, your father's obnoxious. I went, thank you. I said, who said that? And she goes like, so when and she came over, she goes, well, so you told my daughter she doesn't represent her team good as a captain. Then you told her father that he's obnoxious. Why don't you go sit the fuck down? I was on fire, man. <laughs> I hate, and by the way, I hate being that guy. JB, I hate, I hate being that guy. But I, I've never seen anything like it. I came unglued. Sills, <laughs> you on Prozac now? I should be. Holy cow, man. It was really not good. I I, I have to control. Yeah, but you see, you got to remember something. This is why I tell you, if I had to do it all over again, I'd have cut my penis off, man. Having a kid, and I love her to death. I love her, and I'm so grateful for her. But boy, your kids make you vulnerable, man. Holy cow. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anybody cheat so bad. So I'm going to take a time out here, man. JP, thanks a lot. Now I feel shitty. <laughs> Here's the winners. That's right. It's a football Monday from our great friends at Hooters. You get an opportunity to win yourself those gift certificates. We'll start it up tomorrow. Jesse, thank you very much from California for you winning those gift certificates. And Raymond from PA, congratulations to you here on a football Monday. Our friend Tone will join us at the bottom of the hour. Also. We will look at week 11 of the National Football League. We're going to go more deeper into this game tonight. I'm telling you, man, if you don't run the ball tonight and it's with Hurts, I don't, I don't think you win this game. You run the ball, you win it. Hit the like button. Don't forget also our great friends at Hooters. It is happy Wingsgiving from our friends at Hooters. Through the month of November, there's going to be a special each and every single day, like the... Cold Coors Light drafts, $2.99, 25 cents of each purchase will go towards a local charity. The calendars are out, 2024 Hooter calendars. Folks, I'm telling you, there's $100 in coupons inside. Go to northeasthooters.com to find those locations nearest you. Seafood Sundays, half price off, stone crabs, snow crabs, buffalo, shrimp. 
Military Mondays, 20% off. Wing Wednesdays, 1983. All you can eat. Kids eat for free on Saturdays. That's northeasttutors.com. Northeasttutors.com. And when you roll in, do me a favor. Tell them Big Sill sent you. and Hooters, the perfect pair. You own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to move to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. going to join me in a minute here but i wanted to, i've showed you guys this before and this is jimmy johnson's very first camp in his first letter he sent to his team for us to be at valley ranch as we were getting ready to go for i think it was thousand oaks and go out and um 
he he made sure he hand signed his first because I showed it to him. He couldn't believe it. He wants this. I'm probably going to give it to him. And this was the first time. By the way, inside this, I save everything here. Here's Doug Peterson. He getting ready to destroy him when he was in the World League. How's that for you, Tone? Big Sales getting ready to kill your boy. <laughs> huh? Look out, Doug. Okay? Yeah, he cut me. Tried to keep me, but I was dumb. Anyway, it's more about him in the Ring of Honor. Um, I'm glad to see Jimmy get into the Ring of Honor. Now, maybe you can bury the hatch and the hatchet and guys can both move on. You were best friends when you were younger, when you were in college together. And I'm really glad that he's going into the Cowboy Ring of Honor. I mean, they've been waiting for this thing for a long time. Players have been waiting for it. The fans have been waiting for it. A lot of people didn't want him in the Hall of in the uh, Cowboy Ring of Honor because of Tom Landry and the way that whole thing went down. Um, but I mean, I'm just, gee, I'm really happy for him. He deserves to be in. Isn't it funny? The last Hall of Fame he goes in is the Cowboy Hall of Fame. Okay, Seals ripped it when he got cut. Um, no, I didn't. No, no. I didn't talk to him for 10 years. And I think I've told you guys this story before. You know, he called me from his boat when I was on the air in uh, Tampa. And uh, I started getting sick again. And unfortunately, you know, I started getting really sick again. And that's when I got hurt and my calf got blown out and nobody knew I was dying. It was, it was, this thing was almost like Brian Piccolo. And I was, I mean, I was, I, I, I had gotten sick in Tampa and it wasn't that bad. And then I thought I was just having head colds all the time. And then I got to uh, Dallas and it got worse. And then that's when I was in the hospital for a couple months and in a wheelchair. Um, I couldn't walk for, and Jimmy actually came and saw me when I was in the hospital and he goes, why didn't you tell me? And I said, I didn't know, man. I, I thought it was just a cold. And he, he, you know, he tried to make up, but he cut me. But I, I should, I, I wasn't, you know, I, I was, I was ill. I was dying. So, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it was just wasn't meant to be. And by the way, you know, that guy was always been my friend. How many times has he been on our show? Ten times. He's a dear friend of mine. I love him to death, and I'm happy for him. So, big game tonight. Absolutely, man. A big game tonight. I cannot wait to see this game tonight, how this thing plays out. As a matter of fact, guess what I did? Because of Gary Cobb and Tone, I usually write down some, some stats or some little notes that I want to ask these guys. I want to show you what I did today. I wrote nothing down. You know why? Because I want to hear what they have to say about how they see this thing tonight. So I didn't write anything down. Let's, let's get Tone in here for the segment. Monday through Friday, each and every single day, 3.30. Gary Cobb will join me at 4.30, as he always does, each and every single Monday, following a Eagle game on Sunday. But tonight, obviously, will be more of a pregame. That'll join. He'll join us at 4.30 here a little bit later on. But Tone's in with us now. 
Tone, um, let, let's, let's just go. How, how do you see this thing playing out tonight? I feel pretty good about it. You know, typically I go into matchups and I have like this certain angst, you know, around me. Um, But I feel pretty good about this one. Um, Now, when the game starts, obviously that might change. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you're in the heat of battle now and the bullets are flying. But pregame, I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty confident in this team. Of course, um, it doesn't come without its own set of concerns. My biggest concern, um, and I think that goes without saying, the pass defense. Um, I don't have too many concerns about the run defense at all. Um, I actually think that I actually think um, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be held to under 75 yards rushing this game. I actually believe that. Um, but I think I think pass defense is the is the biggest concern. Can these guys hold up? You know, I was talking to Rob Ellis about this. I'm not looking for these guys to be superstars. I'm not looking for these guys to be perfect. I'm not looking for these guys to be great. I'm asking for competence. Can they be competent enough? I don't want to see blown coverages. I don't want to see guys caught out of position. You know, if, if Patrick Mahomes throws a good, you know, if Patrick Mahomes throes a good pass, hey, that's a great pass. But can you what can you what can you expect? If if a guy has a great catch, hey, what can you expect? Right. But I don't want them to get caught out of position. I don't want them to look unprepared. And, and that's too often how the past defenses look at times. They've let communication, they've let continuity. And too many, too often, guys have been caught with their pants down. I'm looking for simply competence on the defensive side of the ball when it comes to the pass defense. Now, offensively, I have no real concerns, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, the Chiefs defense, they're playing well, but they don't scare me, not one bit. Um, I'm looking at this from the perspective of um, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, and Jalen Hurts tends to get what he wants um, whenever he's um, playing football, especially this season. Now, has it come without his own hiccups? Sure, it has. But for the most part, um, I have full I have full belief that Jalen Hurts can, you know, can navigate this game efficiently and effectively. Um, I said this to you last week. The kind of game plan I'm looking for, I'm looking for a similar game plan to the to the Dallas Cowboys matchup: balance, um, taking what they give you, um, being aggressive, um, making it known very early the type of football game is going to be. And I think they have to. I think they have to get the running game going. You know, I told Rob earlier that I think DeAndre Swift is going to have a big game today. But the only way that can happen, the only way that can happen is if Jalen Hurts remotely provides them the threat of him being a part of that RPO game, being a part of their run game. He has to exist. He can't, it can't just be a straight up Dr. J. Swift run. It can't be that. They have to find a way to manipulate those linebackers, force those guys to think a second or even a half a second too late, get those guys moving laterally, turn them into decision makers. I think that's the key to this game to exploit that defense. You know, they're so used to going downhill. They're so used to playing fast, right? If you turn them into decision makers, if you're if you if you're able to get Jalen Hurts in that RPO game going, I think that'll open things wide open for that offensive line and DeAndre Swift. I actually have D. Swift going for over 100 yards today. Um, so um, I'm pretty confident in him. But again, it always goes back to Jalen Hurts and what he can do in the running game. I think they have to have a game plan like Kansas City's had game plan the last two games against them. Hertz goes for about 170, and the run game is proficient. And here's mm -hmm. why. And the, all that is capable. They're capable of that. But here's who Kansas but, but, City but will is. But will the coaches commit? That's Correct. the question. Here, here's who Kansas City is. And you know what's funny? You said this last week to me about how great they score at home versus how they are on the road. It's two different teams. It's And here's the numbers. 55 games that he's played at home. He's won 45 of them. He's never lost a game in November. Reached 12 and three coming out of bye since he's been the Chiefs head coach. Um, the Eagles are third in scoring 
And Hurts, in my opinion, has really picked it up the last three games. He scored 10 touchdowns. Here's where the Chiefs have gotten. I think Kansas City's defense is better than the um, the Eagle defense because it's more complete. They're not the pass rushers you are, but they're better backers and back-end guys, except for one factor, obviously. They're better backers and better corners and better safeties. You're way better when it comes to stopping the run. And I'm going to get to that in a minute here, though, Tone. Points allowed. They're one of the top teams in the United – they're one of the top teams in the NFL at points allowed, uh, yards per game. One of the top teams at surrendering the fewest. Only have given up 15 total touchdowns this year um, on that defense. And they've played a damn good schedule. Um, and I do not believe Mahomes has been spectacular. But he's in the top 10 in passing yards, touchdowns. Um, and here, here's the issue. The Chiefs in those two losses have surrendered almost 140 yards allowed and only 168 in the air. I mean, Jesus criminy, dude. You got four pro bowlers that are in your offensive line. If you don't run the ball at them tonight and you put Jalen part of that RPO tonight and you don't run it in inclement weather, you're, you're, you are absolutely going to be outcoached again mm-hmm. because you have the personnel to beat them. But if you don't have the philosophy – Dude, I don't want Jalen Hurts throwing for 390 yards tonight. I want them to run the ball 38 times tonight. Hurts get about 50 yards, and they'll win that game. But Mm -hmm. do I believe they'll do that? I'm suspect. Tone, I don't believe they're going to do that. You know, Because I haven't seen that. It's it's, it's so funny. You know, I mean, we did see it in the Dallas matchup. They're capable of it. They're capable. Yeah, they're capable. Right. Um, It's so funny. Uh, you said you, you said uh, yeah. I don't want Jalen having to throw the ball for over 300, 400 plus yards, right? That's what I want from Patrick Mahomes, though. I want Patrick yes. Mahomes. I I want Patrick Mahomes yes. to, have to, have to throw that ball forty plus times. I want him to feel like he has to win the game. That's what I want because the weather is going to be terrible. I don't trust those wide receivers with him throwing the, throwing the ball downfield. I'll take my chances with the, as bad as the Eagles' pass defense is, right? I'll take my chances with them if he has to throw that ball down the field. Versus, um, you know, uh, if they get their running game going, you know what I mean. Will I, the I, Eagles commit to running the ball though? That's the that's the question, and also, it, how creative will they be? That's been that's that's actually what's been lacking in their running game over the past several weeks because they they tried to run it, but the the difference is the creativity. I think Jeff Stoutland has to get back in his bag this week. Jeff Stoutland is the run game coordinator. You know, we can't, you know, we can't settle for these straight up just, you know, and just hand it off for DeAndre Swift, Kenny Gangwell, and make something happen. No, they have to find a way to manipulate those linebackers, manipulate those defensive linemen so they can believe one thing is happening, but a whole other thing is about to happen. I think the RPO has to get utilized in this game tremendously, right? Get the running game going, make the threat of Jalen, even if you only run Jalen Hurst 10 times, the threat, make them believe, make them believe it's going to happen. He has to, he has to be going. It, keep, it keeps them honest. You know, even though that San Fran game was what it was in the playoffs, you were able to freeze a guy like Fred Warner because he had to respect it. Even Regardless of what happened, he had to respect it. And by doing that, you Such create an opportunity for your running backs. Such That's a great why, point on what he did to Warner. He turned him into a slow linebacker because of even if it went even for half a second. When he went with the RPO tone, it froze him. And then get this, he was always playing behind. Even if it's for half a second, Sills, that's all. Because, and, and I think that's why I think 
Swift is going to have a pretty big day because I think Hertz is I think Hertz is significantly healthier this week. But Hertz will set Swift up if he runs. Exactly. Exactly. They get, now I'm not talking about running Jalen Hurts with a quarterback draw up the gut. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about the RPO. Turn their linebackers into decision makers. Nick Bolton, their best linebacker, is not going to be playing. Granted, they have some guys that are playing up the snuff. Even a delayed but, run tone, like even a, a delayed run in five, where you don't want the guy to get a lot of uh, contact. You know what you can do and how you can manipulate the run game. On third and five, say mm -hmm. it's medium yardage for a first down, have a delayed run. Mm -hmm. Get him back there. Make him put him in the pocket. Let the wideouts and everybody get up and let him create space. Whether he gets down, lives another series, lives to have another play, then gets what you do when you're doing those delayed runs. The tush push or the brotherly shove becomes a factor on fourth and one mm -hmm. in the rain. If the Eagles get four of those tonight, bro, they're not going to stop that. I want to take advantage. I, I want to take advantage. That. I want to take advantage of the Chiefs' aggressiveness. I, I said, if you really watch their defense, they play so fast. They play instinctually. They get downhill. You know, they haven't been challenged in that regard. I want to take advantage of that. Okay, y'all want to come downhill? All right, make a decision. I want. I want them to second guess themselves every step of the way. If the Eagles can get that going, especially on offense, they can win this game. You know what I'm saying? But again, we always got to say, what will Patrick Mahomes do? Because we know what he's capable of, right? Can this? Can the Philadelphia Eagles pass defense, or can their defense, let's just say their defense, can their defense create enough opportunities for their offense? Can the defense get off the field on third down? I'm going to be honest with you, right? Even though this is going to be a messy game, and I understand Andy Reid is a very disciplined guy. I had this inkling that, like most of these other teams the Eagles have played, remember, teams are throwing the ball against the Eagles 70% of the time and only running it 30% of the time. I can't help but feel that Andy Reid is going to see that and take the bait and feel like he can just throw up and down the field on this Eagles team. But that's what I want him to do because at the end of the day, in this kind of matchup, in that rain, yeah, throw the ball 40 times. Throw it 50 times. Do exactly what you want to do. That that, that will be problems for Kansas City if that it's, happens. Exactly. I, I I just feel I feel I feel in my I feel in my heart that he's going to they can't we talked about this in that in that commanders game, right? What were the commanders doing? They were throwing the ball on first down, second, they were just throwing the ball on first down. I I I think I think Andy can't help himself. I, I think he's gonna to want to throw that ball on first no, down. He's gonna to want to throw the ball because if you're playing 10 yards off the ball on Patrick Mahomes at home. Mm -hmm. He's going to want to. You can't help yourself, right? Why wouldn't you? Why, why? Why wouldn't you? But again, I think in the grand scheme of things, that's not the that's not the style that's going to win the game. I think series to series, we're going to say, "Damn, why are they so far off the ball?" But I think in the grand scheme, that's not going to help them win this game because they're put, they're going to be putting the ball in more turnover worthy situations. They're going to be trying to force these mediocre wide receivers to really make plays, and they're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to do it consistently. I don't. I don't believe it. Why did Washington outrush you then? Washington outrushed us. What in, in what context? What do you mean? Why did they outrush us? They what had more rushing yards than you in both games. It's what kept them in those ball games with more rushing yards. Oh, oh, I, 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 oh, oh, yeah, I can tell you why. I, I can tell you why. Yards, all they needed was 100 yards rushing. I can and tell the rest why. of it came down to 397. And the other one, he had another great completion percentage. I mean, 
how uh, the Eagles just stopped running the ball in those games. I mean, I, I, I can tell you why. You know, one reason the Eagles got behind very early in those games, and I think they panicked. I think they got behind by they were behind by what two touchdowns or they were behind by ten points something like that. They were behind. I think it was ten. Ten, ten. They were down by ten. Um, two possessions basically. I think in that in that situation that halted them from relying on their run game. Also, I think Jalen, you know, we've been talking about Jalen Hurts nursing that injury, you know, since what week two. Let's just, let's just let's just say he's been he's been dealing with it since about week. Maybe three. New England. Maybe right. Maybe New England. Maybe all season. Right. So, um, I think that had a strong influence on that. Um, you know, so those, you know, those, Tom, those are my I two think reasons. it was New England. I think so too. That one where he went up the middle and he got hit low. It was early in the ball game. I think it was in that New England game, but I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you know you're good. Um, but I, but yeah, I think that's why New England outrushed them. But I mean, it wasn't necessarily by much. It wasn't like New England had 150 and the Eagles had 75. Um, as a matter of fact, um, to to really talk about it uh, accurately, uh, in the first matchup this season, in the first matchup this season, uh, Washington had 107 rushing yards. Eagles had 104. I yep. mean. I don't really consider that uh, rushing anybody. Yeah, but uh, they, 104 to me with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles having only 104 yards rushing and your quarterback is not part of the run game, that to me, man, that doesn't resemble anything of what I saw a year ago. When it no, I agree with you. No, no I, I, I agree. I agree with you. But I, I think that's two different conversations, right? Because that's a different identity there. Right, right, exactly. But that identity exactly. is what I'm talking about tonight. Exactly. Are you going to commit to being what you've doing this year, or are you going to go back to committing to what you did nine months ago? The closest game. What are you going to do? I'm willing to argue the closest game we've seen to what they did last year was last week against Dallas. Dallas. And that was a good sign to me, though, because of because I'm looking at that game. The Eagles could have easily took the bait and got caught up in a shootout with them. Easily, it's a. It's a, it's a divisional matchup. You know, you're excited. You know, you're at home. You know, your quarterback is playing well. A.J. Brown is hot. You know, they had every reason to try to go against the grain and pass the ball. But I felt like in that matchup, they were very patient. And they allowed the game to come to them. And they took exactly what Dallas gave them. And they didn't overthink it. And they ended up and they ended up being up double digits at one point in the game. Um, I, I, and, and, you know, they were efficient in the red zone. This game is going to come down to efficiency. It's going to come down to taking care of the football. It's going to come down to um, who's who, who who can effectively win first down. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and and who can get off the field on third down? This is this game is going to be pure. It's about winning situa- first down. Situation football. This game is all about pure situation football. Whoever wins most of whoever wins most of those situations, they're going to win the game. They're going to win the game. Are you going to play ten yards off the ball? And are you going to? What what's this here? Let me let me and here go with me on this. Are yeah. you concerned about their wideouts at all? I can't see these wideouts. Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, then why not, the f would you pay ten yards off the ball with lesser talent in front of you? Hey man, that's, that's and it's million, Mahomes in the backfield. That's the million dollar question, man. Why I can't. You, why, I can't why answer. <laughs> plug and play mentality. Um and okay, if you allow Sam Howe, that's the million dollar question. To to. And, and by the way, you know, I I, I I I tuned down a little bit, and I heard you guys say two sacks or whatever. You think two sacks I don't think... a guy that's only been sacked 12 times and you couldn't get home against a guy that was sacked 40 times and 
here's the guy who is the best at what he does, and he's going to play pitch and catch with those wideouts. You think you're getting home with a guy who could throw the ball 25 yards down the field on a on a strike? Well, to be dexterous, I go. I find that to be wishful thinking more to than be fair, anything. To be fair, I didn't say they were getting two sacks. Um, I think they. I think I said they might not get any. Um, but pressures. We, we. That's what I care about. You know, I care. Yes. I care. I care more about them containing him. Um, that's what. That's more so what I'm concerned about. Keep him in the box um, or hurt him. Yeah, that's that's my thing. I'm not because he's only been sacked twelve times going into this game. You think you're gonna sack him three, four, five times? I, that's not gonna happen. A game like this, I, if if I'm trying to side, I'm, I'm I want my guys to go be them, but ultimately don't over pursue. That's don't not think it. Don't overthink it. Don't over pursue. Right. Stay disciplined here's, here's, on the, especially on the edges. And also another th- another thing, real quick, I want to throw in there before we, before you continue. Um, this is going to be another. This, this game is going to be even more interesting on the D line because Derek Barnett is not playing. Therefore. More snaps for Nolan Smith. This is a big. This is a big game for him. I need. I need to see how I'm disciplined. Attack him then, if I'm Andy I need, I need. I need. I need to see how. I need. To, I need to find out how disciplined he is, or or he has been, because I think that's why he hasn't been on the field. I think he hasn't been on the field because they've been a little concerned about him um, in terms of run defense, and I, I need to find out if he can hold up. I'm gonna go right at him every time I see him out. out there. He'll be the number one person because of lack of knowledge. And lack of experience and lack of playing time. I'm gonna attack he you gotta remember something, Tone. The number one thing that play callers like Andy Reid are looking for, they're not so much looking for anything about they look at scheme, but they also look at physical and uh experienced matchups. And when you got the least experienced guy on the football field out there who hasn't played all year, I don't give a shit what his 40 said at the combines. Right. I'm gonna go right at him. Agreed. I mean. Nolan Smith being out on the field, in my opinion, is not a good thing. Okay, that's a that's an inexperienced player who's mm-hmm. had no playing time whatsoever this year, and you're lining up in Kansas City against Patrick Mahomes, and you don't think they're going to go right at him with the defending Super Bowl champion team? That's crazy thinking that this guy's going to walk off the sidelines, not you, and all of a sudden turn into uh, Michael Parsons or Lawrence Taylor. That's insane. Yeah, That's like the, thinking that Nicobe Dean was going to walk in and play Mike linebacker in the NFL without any playing time. That's not going to happen. So yeah, the thing is, you know, we have to find out. You know, the reality is, obviously, they need Hassan, to put him in third and long. You know, obviously, Hassan and Sweat they're going to play the majority of the snaps. They're both averaging north of 75 percent of the defensive snaps. So you're going to see mainly them out there. Um, but when those guys do have to come up the field, we're going we're we're, we're going to have to it's sink or swim. Like, like I, this I is a situation. It. You're right. You know, he 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 got to get out there at some point. We got to find out, right? And um, I think this is a game where his discipline is going to be tested to the highest degree. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, I don't want to see Sidney Brown back there. Um, whatever Howie says goes. Sometimes those coaches are too afraid to do their job because Howie will. F- no, 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 no. That's not what I. If I don't that's think it's not that simple. Like that, and I. That's not what I say. I'm saying that there's a system and a structure that's in. That's why I asked Tone two minutes ago. You think they're going to play 10 yards off the ball? That's a system that's been put in place. Howie's not going like this. Hey, run a cover two. Run a, hey, no, run a banjo. Run a banjo. Run a, that's not what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. However, when you have a, when you have an assigned scheme, and that's what this is here in Philly, it's an assigned scheme 
for whoever the coordinator is, just because you put that system together last year with the players that customized it, you don't have the same customized players that fit into that system this year that you did a year ago. That's why you're lesser, especially in the secondary. Hey, pass defense in today's NFL versus 20 years ago, my God almighty, the corners that play in today's NFL, like Slay and Bradbury in the 80s, would be locked down first ballot Hall of Famers. Covering these wideouts today, Tone, where you can't touch a guy five yards off the ball, you can't put your hat on them. You, these guys are gifted. However, mm-hmm. the game today, to play so, – so listen what Tone said to you guys. Teams throw the ball 70% of the time against the Eagles coming out on a series. Think about that. And you play 10 yards off the ball in Kansas City – Versus Patrick Mahomes. It's almost like they're asking for it. It's almost like they want that to Run happen. Run the fucker. You know what I mean? It's almost like they want that to happen. You know, um, I'll take it a step further. I think this is also something Nick wants as well. You know, I think I think Nick likes that style of defense because um, they're, you know, the, the whole premise of this defensive scheme is to keep them on the field long enough where they have to go the entire field and force them to make a mistake. But how about how much if, if but that it only works if your defense is forcing them to make mistakes. It only works when you're playing against those lesser quarterbacks that you play against in the NFC. Mm-hmm. You got to remember something. That's why I brought that up last week, Tone, about the AFC. You play against top flight quarterbacks each and every single week. That philosophy in the NFC. I'm not saying that the Eagles couldn't play in the AFC. That's not what I'm saying. However, you're not facing week to week great decision-making guys at quarterback. And how he You're knows taking that. on the Baker Mayfield sometimes. You're taking on the Mac Joneses. Mac Jones threw for 350 yards or 300 and some odd yards on you, and he's being benched. I mean, you're not playing those elite guys, or elite talent guys each and every single week that you do in the AFC. So to what your point is, remember what happened. You know why Washington hung around for so long? Because Hal didn't make a mistake early. He made it late. Mm-hmm. He made it late on that INT that ended the game. That pick was the thing, and plus the exclamation sack ended the game. They thought that would happen. He played out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam Al, let's be honest. He played. That was probably his greatest NFL game he's ever played in his life was that second Eagle game, right? Mm-hmm. They were counting on him. So was I. If I was a coordinator, Tone, and I had – Baker Mayfield, or I had even Bryce Young or any of these other guys, I'd go, I'm going to go like this. They're either going to drop it on the carpet, they're going to throw two picks, we're going to get turnovers, our offense is going to roll in, and get this, why wouldn't I play banjo? Why wouldn't I play um, a, zone, a zone defense? Why would I play man to get beat on a guy getting by me, and all of a sudden there's a pass over the top? Why would I give up a plus? That's also- the one thing that that defense doesn't do that I kind of agree with it in today's NFL. They don't give up a lot of plus 25 uh, passing touchdowns. Can you remember the last time the Eagles gave up a big-time play down the field, plus 25? No, you bring up a good point. And also, think about it like this too, right? The fact that these, the fact that the rules are so friendly to the receivers now, that and this is me guessing, right? And quarterbacks on P.I. Right. So I'm assuming the Philadelphia Eagles look at it like this. Well, we can't touch them anyway. So – I'd much rather take my chances and force them to go to length of the field and then play defense in the red zone. Um, but, you know, again, I, another thing that stands out about this whole thing is the fact that the matter is this scheme 
puts them in a position or this scheme tells me that, okay, we know we can't touch them anyway. So we're going to limit the explosive play. But on top of that, we're expecting, or we have full confidence that our defensive line can end the drive for us. This, this whole scheme is so defensive line reliant. Let's it's put it that pressure way. pressure reliant. It's so, it's so pressure reliant. They're expecting a defensive line. And, and I, I, I understand the logic when you got two guys like Jalen Carter, Hassan Reddick, and Sweat. And I understand the logic, right? But there are moments where I feel like you can't be so beholden to it. You know, at, at least be at least be more creative with it. And um, don't be like mix it up a little bit. So, you know, this bye week that, that just ended, uh, this is going to tell this game is going to tell me a lot about what they did over that bye week because. Um, the best half, the best half of football that I've seen Sean Desai's defense play was against the Rams, and if they can find a way to tap into that, then we might be cooking with something. But again, so you think this Matthew Stafford is. A, I'm sorry, go ahead. You think this bye week that both teams were on is basically like almost a carbon copy of what we saw nine months ago with the Super Bowl? So you think this bye week will be different? Than the bye week of the Super Bowl, why? Well, I think it's a I think it's a completely different set of circumstances. I mean, you have two different coordinators. Also, you hit you don't have a you don't have a coordinator house hunting, so that's one thing you don't have to worry about. Um, you know what? And I'm you know and I you know me I don't like to talk shit like that, but I completely do not believe that that guy was engaged enough and focused enough as a coordinator. Yeah. When you got a guy like that, where get this, Tone, you could if you put your pen in the wrong place. In a game like that, it matters. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. you can't have anything because that was, you know, I tell you, a game of inches, that was a game of centimeters. Mm-hmm. That's Super Bowl. You yeah. can't have anything. I mean, anything, turnovers, a drop ball, anything here. I, I want to throw this at you here. Yeah, yeah. I want people to, maybe I, I hope I didn't, I, I don't want people to go like this and go, well, Silsman, you're comparing Hurts to, to Mah- No, 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 no. I'm telling you where everyone is in their career. There's 31 quarterbacks in the NFL that are chasing Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is chasing history. He's not chasing Jalen Hurts. Nate, there's nothing Jalen Hurts can do in this game, in a regular season ball game, that's going to dispel a two-time Super Bowl Two-time Super Bowl MVP, and mm-hmm. the list goes on of the accolades. Yeah, yeah. There, there's nothing Hurts can there's do that's going to. There's, there's nothing that can happen in this game that can but change. Maybe over and, a stretch of time, he closes the gap. Absolutely can happen. Right, right, right. But, 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 you, but you're here, right though. Teams and everyone to think that this guy here, he's playing against history, and so is Allen, so is Burrow, so is Lamar, so is Jalen, so. It's okay. Weren't people chasing Brady? Oh, decades. <laughs> for, a dec- for two decades they were. Well, then why are we under the assumption that if Hertz plays good against Mahomes tonight, that that evens the – I mean, I hear people like – Anybody who's under that assumption um, – It's like listening over- to the Dak talk. Giants, yeah. Panthers, I'm like, you're kidding. Anybody who's under some assumption – that if Hurts wins this game, it automatically puts him on par with Patrick Mahomes. They're just overly excited. Um, okay, relax, relax, re- relax, you guys. Um, direct the fact of the matter is, and this is this is you know I talk about this all the time, right? Or I talk about it at least today. As much as I want this game, as much as I want to win this game, 
I care more about proving that you can beat them yeah. rather than ra- rather than trying to res- rather than trying to um um unseat them um seek redemption from Super Bowl fifty seven. At the end of the day, it happened. It happened. You're not gonna unseat. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna change the narrative. No. At most. At most. With the, this game, winning this game. I will more, say this: He beat him. Right. Right. Winning this game does more for Jalen Hurts, yes, than what it does for Patrick Mahomes. This is just another game for Patrick Mahomes, correct? Whereas though for the Philadelphia Eagles, there's more on the line. There's more at stake for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's why I'm of the belief the Philadelphia Eagles need this game more than the Chiefs do, because obviously people always say, "Well, Jalen Hurts, you know who? What's that signature win, right? You know who did you? You know who who who's that quarterback that you beat? Um, so far he's beat Tua. So far he's beat Dak." Um, he's beat Kirk Cousins two years in a row. Um, but you know, um, he's beat Matthew Stafford. Um, you know, uh, he, he has to. Well, some, uh, Trevor at, Lawrence. He beat Trevor Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? So, but at some point, okay, did he beat Mahomes? Right. The reason we, the reason we love, the reason we love Joe Burrow so much is because he he constantly beats Mahomes. That's the reason we love him so much. He because he because he's proven he could beat that guy. And he's been um, in the AFC title game two years in a row. Right. So I think this game. Means so much more for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and you know, in their overall aspirations than anything. But I think, I think most, I think above all else, regardless of what happens in this game, there's a bigger picture involved. The, the, this game, it's an AFC matchup. Even though if you lose it, it, it shifts, it shifts your standings in the NFC. But overall, it's an AFC matchup. You want to, you want to be one of the last two teams by the end of it. But again, you want this game. I want this game. I think the I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game. I'm I, I stand firmly in that, but this game doesn't change how we see Patrick Mahomes at any point. There's no game that that Patrick Mahomes can play in the regular season that's going to change how we see him. His resume is too sturdy. He's too solid. He's too entrenched. So now, if they if if Patrick Mahomes found a way to go, I don't know, four and thirteen on the season, now we're like, well, what the hell's going on with Patrick Mahomes? But that's not going to happen. So. I mean, again, th- this game means more to what the Eagles are trying to accomplish than what the uh, than what the Chiefs are trying to accomplish here. That's that's my opinion, though. What game means? But I'm a more hater, Sills. Don't 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 quote me on that. You know, I no no you know, no. I, I got it. I got I'm, it. I'm, I'm going here. against Hertz. You know what I mean? Don't you know? That's what they say. No 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 no. I, I I get it. Listen, I I think this means more to the Eagles tonight because get this: you lose this ball game, you're tied with the Lions for first place in the NFC and home field advantage. I mean. To me, quite frankly, um, Kansas City can make it up. What's going on over there with all the quarterbacks going yeah. up and down? And I think they could make that. A, hey, if they go, if they go what twelve and four, or if they go thirteen and four, they could still win the AFC with thirteen and four. I mean, that's not that's not going to be detrimental to that football team. I think thirteen and four could still maybe get you home in the AFC side. Um, over in the a, over in the NFC side, I mean. You lose this ball game, dude. All of a sudden, now you get closer to Dallas. Mm-hmm. You're in a first place tie for home field, mm-hmm. and now you're in a dogfight. Yep. Okay. And, and, and then and, and you got real a quick. very you got a very scary Buffalo team that's going to be fighting for their life still. Exactly. Okay. And so, I mean, then you got this. You got Dallas and San Francisco. Of all these games, though, I'm, that are I'm so glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought it up real quick before you continue. I'm so glad you brought it up because. The Eagles need this game for more reasons as well. I'm gonna tell you why. But the Kansas City Chiefs, like you said, they can make this up. You want to know why? Because after, let's say they lose to Philly, right? 
They can make this up. They got the Raiders, Packers, Bills, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. They're going to win all those games. They're going. They can. They can very well win out. If, if they lose to the Eagles tonight, they can very well win out easily. The Bengals don't have a quarterback. The Raiders don't have a quarterback. The Patriots don't have a quarterback. We we have no idea what Josh Allen we're going to get Sunday to Sunday. The Packers don't have a quarterback. You know uh, the Chargers. We are. We, we know who they are. They're the final. They're the final game of the season for the. That for the, thing's for the on fire with that stupid. They, they, ass they're coach. going to be completely out of it by yeah. by week eighteen. That coach so, could be fired by then. I think he's going to be fired after the after the Ravens matchup next week. They got the Chargers. Got the Ravens next week. If they if they if they lose by double digits, he's getting fired that night. Now the Eagles, like you mentioned, even if the, let's say the, let's at Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Eagles lose this game, right? They can't afford it. You wanna know why? Because then you got the Bills, you got the Niners, you got the Cowboys, you got the Seahawks. They they have they have almost they have less room for error than the Chiefs do. If the Eagles lose, they, it's harder for them to make it up just based off the level of competition. The Eagles gotta win this game. They gotta stay, they gotta stay ahead, they gotta stay ahead of the sticks when it comes to the when it comes to the Lions, when it comes to the 49ers. They gotta stay ahead of those guys. So the Eagles, in my opinion, they can't afford to lose this game. How do you feel about this cowboy talk that, I mean, how about this? Take your, take your, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Do me a favor. Take your Eagle hat off for a minute. Never. So I'm going to go ahead. Go hey, ahead. Go. <laughs> but even as a rational thinking human yeah. being, how could you come out crowing, beating up Spider Rico the last two weeks? And dude, that's playing MVP ball. The, the Cowboys look like the best defense, and I'm like, I, 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 I mean, it, you know what? I, I was so frustrated over the weekend. Maybe it's just I'm a little bit higher strung right now because of the rest hosing me over. But I'm going. But now I'm like this. I'm like, I watched that Cowboy game, man, and I'm like, 
I don't. I have no different opinion on them from when Philly beat them and when San Francisco beat them up. Do you have any different thinking on them? No, and I'm. And here's the thing, right? And you know, to, to your point, I'm going to think about. I'm going to talk about this objectively, right? Not even as an Eagles fan. I'm going to talk about it just as a as a spectator of the NFL. I come from the household I was raised in. You know, my parents could care less. Hey, you know how the first month or how the first couple of weeks of school went? They could care less. I want to know who you are when it matters most. I want to know when you get in the thick of the school year. I want to know how smart or how productive you can be when the distractions are at all time high. You kind of hit that. You kind of hit that wall where all the kids are kind of restless in the classroom. You kind of start. You start. You know, kids stop paying attention after a while. You know what I mean? I want to know who you are when it's exam time, midterms, finals, whatever it may be. Right? Yeah, yeah. You you, you could bring home a an A and a quiz. All right, cool. But what about the what? You know what, what about the big test? So. Me the blue book. Yeah, ex- exactly. So <laughs> my my whole my whole point in saying that is, like, why are we judging the Cowboys and giving them kudos for doing a what they're supposed to do, and also who they're doing it against? And, like, and by like, the way, downplaying you in the process. Exactly. And look again, I'm I'm, I'm taking the Eagles crown off. You yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna it's, add it now. They're because I heard this. Hey, we hung with them. Now look at us and what we're doing. And I'm going like, so wait a minute. You're trying to get extra credit for hanging and beating shitty teams. Dude, you have not moved the bar anywhere. I wish I would ever go home with a with a failing grade and say, hey, mom, look, I tried, though. I tried. I showed up. Listen, I ate breakfast. You know what I mean? I even put the apple on the teacher desk like he told me to. Man, my hey, grandfather, mom, can, can me we, like can we, Denzel can, hits can we, and goes like this. Can we still go to McDonald's, mom? Hey. Mom, the F you failed. What are you hey. talking about? My so, grandfather would hit me like Denzel hit that kid in that movie. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's my responsibility. What do you mean, like you? <laughs> right, like, that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's just like, what? look, again, they're, they're, they're the Dallas Cowboys for a reason, right? And. You know, I'm I'm seeing certain sports pundits talking about Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFC after dropping 40 on the Giants and beating. The, come on, we got to stop this, man. Whenever they've had to, whenever whenever he's actually had to play a fourth quarter, whenever he's had to actually play four quarters of football, whenever he's been remotely tested or remotely called upon, or win a big game, he turned into a pumpkin. He turned into a tomato can, as you would say. You know what I'm saying? He is like, a tomato can. Listen. He turned. He turned. He turned into a can of glory greens. Like it's just he's not who they think he is. And I like Dak Prescott. I hey like man, he's the brother version I, of Kirk I, Cousins. I, I like him. If he played for I, another organization, I think Kirk I, Cousins and him are the same. They're the same Kirk dude. And Dak and Dak is Kirk Cousins. They're the Dak and Kirk. It sounds. It sounds like a cartoon on on, on Nickelodeon. Are, Dak and Kirk. Are they not the same guy? They're the exact same person. They're going to give you the numbers. They're going to give you, you know, they're going to win at, they're going to win at least nine to 12 games a year, maybe, ten, track, ma- boys. maybe, maybe 10 to 13 games you know, they're They're going to win games. They're going to make you think that they're legit. But then when it's all said and done, when they actually have to be the man and they got to beat the man, they turn into, they turn into boys. You know the what Dallas I mean? Kardashians. That's exactly what they are. So again, you know, I want I you know I actually like the, I, I like this dynamic. I like that they think they're one thing, but in reality they're another. I love you know and what I'm Dallas you, is. Man, I love Dak. Listen, I love Dak the man. You know, and yeah. how he handles. I I really do. You man. know what Dallas is? Dallas, you know Jerry World. You know what it is? It's like walking into a house of 
a house of mirrors, a house of crazy mirrors. You know, you 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 stand, you stand in front of it. You know, oh look, look how look look how slim you look. You know what I mean? Look how slim you look. Look how good you look in that mirror. And then you look down. Oh snap! I look like a goddamn baked potato. Holy, so uh, is that me? I look like Mr. Potato Head. That's what I'm saying. So I like that. They, I love that they live in this house of mirrors. I love it because you know what happens? It makes the fall that much glorious. I, I want them to believe in their hearts that they're legit. I want them to believe. I want them to feel it so they can be let down that much more. It hey, feels, Brandon, it, it, just it's remember fun. this. Italians aren't white guys. It's fun. Okay? Italians are Italians. Okay? Remember, the Moors invaded Sicily. Always remember that. That's, that's why Big Sills runs four eights. How you doing? <laughs> Okay, there's part there's some there's some brother in big sales. Okay, nobody white guys don't run as fast as me. I'll tell you what though, I'll tell you what, Tony. That kid Aiden Hutchinson, I'm wrong about him. That guy yeah, can man. ball, can he? Yeah, yeah, he had that game sealing us. You know what? Yeah, he speaking, can ball, can he? Speaking of that game, yo, I I never rooted so hard for the for the Bears in my life. <laughs> I never rooted so hard for the Bears in my life, and I'm thinking, okay, they got they about double digits in the fourth quarter. All you got to do is just mail it in now. Nope, they found a way. They found a way. Tones rooting. Come on, Bears. Beat Come that on. team. Push Come them, on. Push them dudes further away be, from be, us. Yeah, because the reality is, let's be honest, right? Regardless of what happens tonight, you still want that little cushion. It feels better. You know what I mean? The Lions are the only team that the, the Lions are the only team in the conference who have two losses. If they would have got that third loss, now they're in the same category with the Niners and the Cowboys and I even say Seahawks, even though they lost. There's no way you have you have, you have decent football weekends because you have to be nervous and miserable. I mean, now there, I mean, there's no way as you get closer to this game. <laughs> I told you, I feel good now. <laughs> but once as we get close, as we inch closer and closer and do closer, you drink during the game? No, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can't you do that. can't drink alcohol during an Eagle game. No, no, not these days, no. Not these days. <laughs> wait, well, this is this is breaking news here. Not these days. Wait a minute, wait a minute. It's wait so a funny. Minute. My dad, you know, when I was living in Philly, right? I would Did always your dad drink? Oh, uh, yeah. So I would always watch the games with my dad, right? And he will always, you know, offer me, hey, you want you want a drink or whatever? I said, Yeah, I'll take one. I might sip it, but that thing, the ice and melt. Like it's just, I forget about the drink. Only thing, I, only thing I need in front of me is food. Food, food, food settles me. Food will settle me. But no, nah, I can't drink. Can't man. have liquor during Eagle game. I'll, I'll, I'll forget about it. I'll forget. I'll forget I have it. Honestly, it, it's almost like I didn't even have it in the first place. I'll forget. Does it make you angrier if you've had too many and like if? Also, <laughs> wait. You start dropping F-bombs, and it gets a little unruly, right? Listen, listen. I'll put it to you this way. I can't drink during the games. <laughs> I can't drink during the games. And I'll let you guys fill in the blank. I can't drink during the games. That's hilarious. But, uh, you know. So, what do you eat during – what do you, what will you eat tonight? Wings or anything? Because I like eating wings. Oh, man. That's a good question. You know, like, I – I love you know I love order. Yeah, I love hot shit too, man. I, yeah, I like I, I like spicy stuff. Spicy man. stuff, bro. You know, um, 
like uh, a pizza thin crust. It got to be thin crust. You know what I mean? I can't do that. I can't throw all that bread. Yeah, no. Bread yeah, oh, yeah, East Coast people eat thin crust. The, yeah, I love the, thin crust. The maniacs in Chicago eat the thick crust, and people nah. out in California eat. You got more bread than toppings. What are we doing here? Yeah, like, put, they, dude, I had, you want to hear something ridiculous? I'm at a rugby game. Somebody gave. She goes, "Hey, you want a piece of pizza?" I said, "Yeah, all right. You know, I'm not gonna pass on a piece of pizza." Right. I opened the box. It had. Pineapple on it. I went. Nah, oh nah, come nah. on, man! Nah, see, I'm a. I'm see. Listen, man. When I was in Philly, pizza, wings, cheesesteaks. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm I might. I might. I might have a hoagie. You know what I mean? Pizza? Man, uh, crazy. You know, so I haven't had a cheesesteak since I moved out here, man. Oh my! Because you know why? I'm dying. No, no. I'm going to tell you why you don't. Well, you need. You need to have somebody send you some shit. I'm dying. I would say this to you because I, I understand what you're saying because. Pizza back east, there's this thing called the Colony Grill that I was raised down. It's the thinnest crust. It's got oil all over it. You the put crunch. the shake of pepper on it. Uh-huh. It's so fr- I mean, the, the pepper flakes and uh, oregano and some some, every, some garlic and all that thing. kind of stuff. Yeah. I eat a piece of pizza somewhere around here, man, because they don't really do a good job on the sauce. And so when you eat like Midwest or I West like my Coast sauce pizza, spicy. I, I like it, a spicy sauce. What about you? Me too, man. I am like, it's like really like Italian food. There's one Italian food place in Arizona we found. The rest of them blow. And I mean, I love I like the Palm restaurant. It's my favorite. So they're kind of pretty standard all over the country. I that's mm. my restaurant. I, I I eat at the Palm. It's kind of pricey, but anyway. No, I but I'm with you, man. You, man. I, I ate all my East Coast food, pasta fazul and galamad and all that stuff, man. Uh, for all you white guys out there, galamad is uh, calamari's. He said calamari's. Calamari's. <laughs> Tona, right? Hey, how about this? Chiefs, Dallas, 49ers. What game do you want the most? Well, we've already beat Dallas, but yeah, to but this po- Dallas but, game but, here but might to your be point, more. No, right to your point. To your point, though, um, if I had to rank them, uh, if I if I'm leading with my ego, right? If 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 I'm leading with my ego and not my logic, it's Cowboys, Chiefs, Niners. If that's my Niners. ego, talking. oh, if that's my ego, took a piss, and it's if, you don't even know you took a piss, a Niner guy. Hey, Niner guy, you're third in the room, dude. Listen, you're really not a high priority. Niner guy's going, we're no, it's us and you. No, it's not how we look at you, man. Right. I want the Chiefs before I need you. Right. Man. Now, granted, that's my that's a good that's, kick in the nuts. That's there. my ego, though, right? That's my pride, that's my ego, that's my that's my heart. Now, logically, mathematically, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, when it comes to the standings, um, Probably the NFC teams first. Exactly. Yeah. Cowboys, Niners, yeah. Chiefs. But, but you know what that Chiefs thing, man? Tell the truth. It gets that's in your ass a little bit. You you know, you yeah. they, they, you know, you want a little redemption. Hey, you listen, you and Milada want a little redemption, don't you? Listen, listen, I'll listen, I'll put it to you like this, right? Imagine going to prom and you dancing with the prom queen and y'all getting it in. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, yeah, I like you. And you're like, I like you, too. And then, uh, you know, you get to the end of the night and then you say, hey, um, me and the guys, you know, we're, you know, we're heading over to here. You know, you want to come? She's like, oh, this is um, th- 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 this was only for the night. 
Imagine that. You dance with the prom queen, you check, you, you get the number, you call it. This number, this line has been disconnected. Imagine that you come so close to that cup of coffee. But then she, but then it's cold at the end of the night. You see, Tone, this is how I that's what, that's what that Super Bowl felt like to me. It felt like I thought it felt like I thought I got the girl, but then in reality, she wasn't ever into me, really. That's what it this, felt like. This is why Big Sills had a I had a gimmick. You ready? When I was in he college, said I had a gimmick. <laughs> I had a gimmick on chicks. Oh man. Okay. I didn't play the chicks, I played the dudes. So this is what I would do. I'd walk into a bar around hour before closing. Everybody's all up on pickle juice, all fucked up and shit. Big Sills comes rolling in, all the you know, you come rolling in. You plus it's economically cool. You roll in on two beers, one beer. Hey, honey, how you doing? Here? This chick's been hanging out with this guy the whole time. She don't know better. She's sitting there. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, she goes like this. Well, here's I go. I, I I'm not here for numbers. I'm here for walks. I'm gonna take a walk, baby. I, 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 a big still don't. I, I I don't hand my number out. That's not what we're here for. Oh my and god, that is hilarious! Yeah, but I hear here's my number. You call me, I go, no, 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 no. I mean, what is it? Five, 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 one, two, one, two. I ain't gonna work for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's, listen, like to your point, it it sticks with me. I think about it regularly, regularly, because I know for a fact things could have been different. Oh yeah. That's, oh no. And, and but it's and all good though. That's wishful thinking. Run the ball thirty. That's wishful times thinking, like right. you always say. That's wishful thinking. Hey. I forgot to tell you something else I did last night. So after I got home from this rugby disaster, almost got, almost beat a ref, almost beat two refs up, told a bunch of people to sit the hell down. And a parent. Don't forget and that. A, parent. Oh, and the parents were going, the parents are coming up to me going, what are we going to do? I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do nothing. I mean, the guy jumps me. I'm going to kick his ass. But I, I went like this. So, the, hey, you should have, I was a full-on rage almost. Okay. I say, hey, man, you, I go, we got a little space here, right? I'd keep that space. Because you don't want me getting that guy breaking mm. glass. So wait a minute. So check this out. I get home. I'm so pissed off. Still, I'm si almost 61 years old, Tone. I'm sitting down eating break lunch, and my daughter's sitting there, and she's like, she starts talking shit to me about how you know fast she is. This and that. I go, I'll beat you in the 40. And she goes like this: You couldn't beat me in a five five yard race. I said, maybe not five, but I'll do three. I have the worst shin splints right now. I can barely stand. My knees are killing me. Oh, my God. I did in my bare feet last night. I was doing wind sprints with my, my captain of the You're insane. number two team. And, and, dude, my I am on fire right now. I've had – I don't know How what do you even do the show standing? Days. Like, look, you know, I got to ask you that, right? That's the million-dollar question everyone, everybody wants to know. How do you do the show standing? Because it's at a point now where I feel like you wouldn't even be able to be yourself if you're sitting down. No, I don't want to sit down because you know why it, it makes it keeps you more focused. Did you stand when, when you were doing uh, doing radio? No, no, no. Well, one in San in San Francisco, we had these um, we had these things that but we, it was three hours we did, and I always felt plus it helps your diaphragm and it helps everything and how you're talking and presenting mm. yourself, especially. To me, it just I think it looks better than sitting down going, "Hey, no, you know, it, no, it works for you for sure." Yeah, it definitely so works for to you. Me, I, I, just, I, I, I can't mean, imagine you sitting down at all. No, at all. I, and and I and I and I and I I think it I think it it presents better 
yeah. in, in my opinion. But, hey, Tony, oh, can no, you imagine no, me, man? I mean, look, I, I still think, like, I mean, the glory days. and I mean, look, and you know what? I, I don't – I'm a nice guy now. <laughs> hey, dude. I'm a, such a nice guy. I used uh, to really be a little like rough around the edges when I was younger. Like, I mean, it was pretty, I was a different guy, man. And I'm glad, I'm, like Tyson says, I'm just glad I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. My wife is trying to turn me into a nice guy. Um, my patience, Yeah. But you know what? My patience it, is very short me, for it'll strangers. It'll make your life better. It'll make you, it'll make you feel better. I mean, don't, don't let her turn you into a worm, but I mean, you know, I'm, you know, but then this person started talking shit to me. And then my wife, got, you know, the worst thing is when my wife starts getting in my ear, you're an asshole. And that's when I turned and looked and I saw my kid crying and I went like this. Horrible. And this guy was sitting around like he was a model, like in GQ and a 70 year old bald model. And he starts talking shit to me. He goes, does that help? I go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> listen, when I have kids, listen, my wife, if you ask my wife, man, she's like almost afraid like for the tech. Cause I, I want my kids to play sports. You know what I mean? I want them to be involved yeah. in whatever. Whatever they yeah. want to do, I, I'm going to support it, right? If, listen, if, it, if it's a freaking spelling bee, if, 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 the, if the damn proctor tries to say, oh, you can, bullshit. <laughs> like like my, my wife is like nervous about me being like, uh, what is it? Like, uh, backseat driving or backseat parents, however you want to call it. Like I'll, I'll be on, I'll be in the bleachers. Like that's a goddamn foul. Like I'll, I'll, I'll lose my mind. Honestly, man. Um, hey, like, it, I'll, I'll be terrible. I'll be terrible. Hey, so, so Yale asked, did I ever go to jail? I'll tell you my one jail story before we take a time. I've never out. been to jail, but I came close. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, here's my jail story. So I'm sitting at an intersection with my friend, Jim Colford and Jim knows he watches the show. So I'm sitting at this intersection, this guy comes up to this intersection. He's walking through. I have the window down like this, and out of nowhere, he must have been drunk. He punched me in the face. I get out of that car. Let me just say this, man. His head must have hit the ground 18 times. I mean, I I put this guy, and my, my grandpa had to pay like three grand of this thing with this lawyer to get me off. And this was me going into college. So get this, they bring me down and they go, hey, you brother Bears kid? Yeah. So my grandfather's like this. He's like, leave his ass in there. Come, they come oh, get my God. Wearing that. You mother did it. Oh, my God. And so I, <laughs> this guy shows up in court, man. He's got swings here. He's got eight kids. And he goes, the judge looks at me. He goes, you ever hear a thing called reasonable retaliation? I said, Your Honor, he punched me in the face at the intersection. What was I supposed to do? He goes, well, Were you trying to kill him? And I go, No. I, I the cop said, he said him. no. I mean, no. <laughs> I go, I go, no. I go, he goes, the cops, he said, cops said he the cops were sitting there because they knew I was brother. That's my grandfather's nickname, Brother Bear. They go, they know who I was, and they're laughing, and they're going like they watched me kick this guy's ass. And they go like this, your brother Bear's kid, ain't you? And I go, God, you know him? Please don't call him. I go, please don't. Man, the wrath of God when he comes on you, man, is not good. My grandpa was an iron man. He was just man, man. Your brother, I, your brother Bear's kid. I go, yep. Man, my dad, man, real quick. Whenever my dad's he, whenever he gets to that point, I just, just... <laughs> Dude, I used to hide under the my grandpa <laughs> just, right. around the house. I would hide under the bed, jump on the bed, run around the house. 
Man, I never wanted to get a hold of him. Shit, my 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 aunt's uncle Chuck, man. I hit him in the I hit him in the knee with a golf ball once. They pulled <laughs> him and my uncle Richard chased me down and kicked my ass in the in the, in the backyard. Hey, Zorch, you hit me in the knee. I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. They sure did. I, I oh, man. one last one here. So yeah, sure. So like a, a mailman come up. My grandfather had planted seeds in the front lawn. Okay. And he was a he he was he was an African American mailman. And finally, the guy said, Mr. Cilio, you got your lawn jockey. My grandfather never realized it. So he painted it. So the white guy came. They got a new one. And my grandfather had seeded this thing. I guess he didn't like that we did the right thing politically correct. My grandpa didn't even realize it. So he did it. He goes, yeah, that's really shitty. So this white guy hated it. So get this. This mailman will walk across my grandfather's front lawn. Okay, and guess what he did? He walked across his front lawn. Hey, you son of a bitch. And all of a sudden, man, me and my uncle jumped out there. We beat the hell out of a mailman. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it, the 90s or the 80s? What? What, what, what decade was this? The 80s? The 90s? 80s. Oh, yeah, that's the only time you get away with that. Yeah. That's the only time you get away with that. <laughs> yeah, we beat that guy up. Only in Stanford can that happen, too, by the way. Oh, my goodness, man. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy did, hey, so this, so this white guy was going across my grandfather's lawn. And he's just walking across and just being an asshole. So my grandfather goes, get him. My Uncle Richard and I jumped up, beat the shit out of him right down there in the cove. Hey, listen. <laughs> that, that's how I'm trying to do the Chiefs tonight, man. I'm trying to just beat him in submission, man. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal, man. We need this dub. We need it. Speaking of, by the way, look at this shit, man. Stanford, Connecticut. You know what I'm doing here? You know, you know who's next, right? Yes, sir. You see this? This is where this man played, by the way. The legend himself. Legend himself. Hey, hey, Tone. I, I I'm telling you without 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 saying this, Gary Cobb would have been a 20 year major league baseball player if he wanted. That's how great I think he was a better baseball player, and he played like 12, 13 years in the NFL. He he was so legendary. Mm. I play and by the way, Stanford baseball is some of the best baseball there is. In the we we have like a we have a high, uh, the Little League World Series. We had a couple teams that went on to win that shit, and. I hit a baseball on this stadium at right tech and guy comes walking over to me at Quebec and he goes, Cobb hit one further. We went over to the gym. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> Here he is, Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Oh man, let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> yes, I sir, man, our good friend, Gary Cobb here. Hey Gary, I'm telling too many stories here. About <laughs> hey, by the way, the Cobb family in Stanford, Connecticut, man, legendary. Just, I, I, I've been talking with Bobby too, man, over the weekend, and uh -huh. he was talking to me about all the great, all the great talent that we've had. Would, would you, would you, would you think that Stanford is more of a football town, or do you think it was a baseball town? Uh, probably. I mean, Jackie probably, Robinson lived in Stanford. Yeah, prob probably, probably baseball, but yeah, um, I, I probably would say baseball because it was just had a had a great tradition. I mean. And you learn how to play the game. You learn how to play the game the right way and everything. They had a great tradition. I mean, it was big on football, too, you know. But um, but baseball, boy, because, you know, you start playing when you're very young and you really learn the game, you know, and and, and they really had, uh, you know, great coaches and, and the whole system was good. Why why did you choose football over baseball? You were uh, I, I, I really, I really didn't. I really didn't, man. It really, really happened at USC because um, – you know, I don't want to play but, both at USC. Yeah, but see, um, after my freshman year, 
you know, John Robinson comes in. You know, uh, John McKay goes to um, the Bucks. He goes to the Bucks, and what happened was, you know, uh, John McKay was he—he he was the athletic director too. See, oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was the athletic director. Meaning, you know, whatever he said went. You know, yeah. I mean, so he told me you're gonna play. I'm you're gonna play baseball. You play uh, football here. But when John Robinson came, he go, look, hey, hey, we want you out here for spring football. You know. So it really kind of got in there. And I, I really, you know, I mean, I just followed, hey, he's he's a football coach. And the football coaches, you know, got a lot of sway there. So um didn't Anthony Davis win a national championship in baseball and yeah, in football? Yeah, he did. Yes, there? he did. Yeah, he was yes, he did. He was there and uh there were other guys that played, but yeah, he was but uh, you know, I, the timing wasn't good, you know, and I I really didn't fight like I should have, really, you know. Because I really had had an agreement from Coach McKay. He said, look, you're going to play baseball here, too. Don't worry. Yep, you're going to play baseball here. But then, you know, Robinson comes in here and, he, you know, you know, hey, 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 we need you out here, you know. <laughs> so, Man, what a legendary, so, yeah. absolute legendary career. And you going to Southern Cal. Like I told you before, before you move on, I you, you were one of the biggest motivating people in my entire life because I said if G. Cobb can make an attempt at it, I think all of us, like Pizzuli and all of us that were in that town, we all went like this. I think we could do it, too. So That's we took right. our shot at it because you – but the only thing we were like, why did he go to Southern Cal? And Pizzuli looked at me and went like this. Really? Why wouldn't you go to Southern Cal? I mean, what are you talking about here? I went to Pitt. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Tonight, what are you thinking about tonight? How – how important is this game to the Eagles tonight, in your opinion? Well, you know, from a psyche standpoint, it's important. But really, when you look at the uh, the standings and things, it's not as important as playing the 49ers. It's not as important as beating Dallas, see? Because, you know, of course, you know, these game, these those teams are in the NFC. But this game has got a lot to it because of the fact that, you know, they played them last year in the Super Bowl and lost to them. You know that personally, it's a big game, and and they could play them again there. Who knows? They could run into them again. Uh, but from a from a um, standing standpoint, you know the game against the 49ers is more important, and the game against Dallas is more important because they want to get home field advantage. If they see KC again in the Super Bowl, and then you know some people have even said this, where they're saying if uh, you know if they have a way to stop Mahomes, you know don't show him now, don't show him now. <laughs> Hey, no. I, you know what? I had. Which I, I, had did, a, I, I think did. you need to win that game tonight because if you lose it, Gary, the Lion, right. they now share first place in the That's NFC right. home field. They they need to win. I mean, uh, you know, and you know what? When you put together a game plan, you know, you're trying to win. You don't know what's going to happen in the future. You try to win. The thing is, you play the game to win. You don't play the game to go through the motions and. No, so you go out there and you try to you find a way to win, and um, you worry about if you play them again. You you know you take care of that when when you play them. But but the basic thing is you've got to be disciplined about the way you rush Mahomes because he's he's, he's a great scrambler, and only well, been sacked twelve times too. That's right. So they they got to be disciplined about the way they they uh, rush him. But the big thing is. If you're in man-to-man, you got to have, you know, you know how you have scramble rules? And I know all week they got to be beating up the guys and say, look, man, if you're in man-to-man, you do not leave your guy if this guy takes off. Because you you don't know when he gets over the the line, uh, line of scrimmage. 
And if he still got the ball, you know the way he can throw. He can throw from this way, that way, you know, he can throw. So he he does a great job of heading towards the line of scrimmage. And then people come up and he puts it right in there, man. So you, you got to be disciplined about scrambling. In zone, of course, you can come up more in zone, you know, unless, you know, of course, you, you know, the deep guys aren't going to be coming up. I'm talking about as a, as a linebacker and things. You could come up and get him, you know, in the right situation. But you got to be smart. But in man-to-man, you got to stay on your man. You cannot leave a guy open and, and get hit with a big one because, uh, you know, you, you leave your guy. I, I want to – I'm going 24-21 Chiefs tonight, and I want to show you why. Okay. Um, this is who he is, and I'm talking Mahomes and Reed at home. Since yeah. Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback at home, yeah, um, he's forty-five and ten, all-time regular season and postseason. Mm-hmm. He's never lost a game in the month of November. He's ten and zero. Man, Andy Reid is twelve and three since he's been the Chiefs head football coach. Um, coming off a bye, yeah. Super Bowl teams that have won and played the rematch are eight and two, mm-hmm. and. Why am I to believe that the Eagles are a better team than what we saw nine months ago, Gary, when the Chiefs, how about this? They're the number one team in points allowed. I know. I mean, how they're going to go into Kansas City and win. Now, I took a look at the, at the Chiefs defense. You know, I could see a lot of teams are going to be headed like the Chiefs are. You can see what they did. They got. They, they, a lot of times they're playing three safeties on the field. These kids can run. They tackle. You know, they're all-around players. In fact, you look at it and you're going, is that kid a, a linebacker or is he a safety? You know, you're looking at them, you know, because a lot of them, the linebackers, you know, these safeties are not that much smaller than the linebackers. And, the, and everybody can run. Their linebackers can run. So – a lot of the things are interchangeable. And the thing is, they come after you, too. They will blitz, you know, the corner coming off. If you go in motion, they will have a, they will have that guy go ahead and follow that. Spags loves to bring pressure. And come off the corner. He does. He's a great. They do a great job of blitzing. They don't uh, show it to you before they come. <clears throat> uh, they, they are, I mean, they're outstanding in that. And they, they play the game where it's like, it's like interchangeable. It's like. You got the corners, and and the, the, the thing I like about them is everybody's willing to tackle. You know, a lot of times, you know, you got these prima donna corners who don't want to tackle anybody. They don't have corners like that. Their corners are aggressive. They're good tacklers. And I could see where uh, they, they really have put something together. You're going to see a lot of people playing like they have done. They went out. They got a lot of these kids in, the uh, set, you know, two years ago, a year ago, they drafted. They did a great job of drafting. So, uh, you know, Jalen's got to take care of that football, man. He better not be sloppy and inaccurate with the stoves, trying to force balls in there because they got very good with coverage and they do a great job of uh, tackling in the open field and they give you different looks and, and boom, somebody's coming off the corner and they're on the quarterback like, bam. Gary, so, are you really going to go into a game tonight if you are Sean Desai and play 10 yards off the ball versus Patrick Mahomes ooh. when teams are killing you 
And 70% of the time they're, th- they're throwing on you yeah. on first down. Are you really going to give him a 10 yard cushion tonight? Look what Sam Howell did to you. I know this guy here is a completely different dude. He's, fl- you know what? I, I told everyone like, and, and Gary, you know, the great ones like Montana and Brady and these guys. Yeah. He's not playing against Hertz. He's playing against history because Jalen and everybody, the other 31 quarterbacks are chasing that guy. That's right. That guy's chasing history. You're so right. for him, he's in a different world here, man. I mean, are you really going to play 10 yards off the ball at you Arrowhead versus him? Do you think they pressure or may play any man, mix it up at all, or do they stay status quo? I'm going to be honest with you. <clears throat> I'm going to go to church tonight. <laughs> I'm, t- hey, I'm telling you midnight mass I'm, hey, I'm telling you the, the way the way they looked that last game they had better not play anything like that if they play like they did against the Cowboys I'm telling you I, 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 hey we're gonna close our eyes because you know even though they don't have these you know they don't have great receivers KC doesn't have great receivers not one because, frightens me yeah because all of them are still learning these are really really young receivers and they were not top picks and you know uh they really put more into their defense than they did to these these young kids they got playing receiver they really put a lot of the on the back of Mahomes he's got to just create an offense you know so but if they play like they did against the Cowboys if they don't play better defense now I I'm trusting Brady Roby a veteran uh he uh a Bradley Roby I should say Bradley Roby is a veteran slot corner who I'm hoping on is going to is going to be able to play tonight. It looks like he is. He's going to help them a lot. He's a lot smarter, and he gets the guys communicating, so they don't have guys running wide open all over the place. So you got him out there. The the uh, and 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 Bradbury's got to play much better. Uh, for that matter, you know all of them. They they got to play. Uh, Slayer's got to play better. The secondary's got to show up. Now if they don't show up, you're not going to want to see this game. I mean, I, I look. Everyone knows there's not one wide receiver in that room that anyone looks at is going to beat them. But you know what, Gary? There wasn't one wide receiver in that Kansas City room. Obviously, the tight end. Isn't it funny how that thing looks almost exactly like Tom Brady up in New England where there weren't big-time wide receivers winning Super Bowls? Yeah, It was all tight end. It was all marginal. And and to me, it it really – this thing's going to come down to – here, here's what I say. They're not very good. And here's the stats here on this one. And there are two losses, Gary. They've given up roughly around 140 yards rushing. Okay? That's so it. So they're not very good against the run. If Jalen Hurts doesn't have at least 10 design plays in this ball game, like he did in the Super Bowl in the first half, mm-hmm. they're not winning that ball game. Because Swift, in my opinion, is not a dominant back. He's had two games. And the mm-hmm. rest of those games have been okay. Yeah. You're you're gonna have to have him. Would you not agree that Jalen Hurts is the more physical running back that they have? Back he is. In that now, backfield? Now, now, now they got this kid, Rashad Penny, you know, that they 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 um they signed from Seattle. He's the biggest back they have. Now he played a couple of times, he carried the ball. Now they you know they've been having rumors that they're gonna unleash him. Well, unleash the kid then, you know? I mean, because they need a physical back. 
uh, I had, you know, some of the people arguing with me about, you know, um, uh, you know, Swift. Swift is not a physical back. Detroit you, took him out in the red yeah, zone I when mean, he was up there. You're not going to run him too much. So they got if they're going to use this kid Penny, they need to put him in there and, and, and give him some action tonight because they need a physical back. You got to run with some guy with some uh, some power and you can't run the ball against Casey. That's the biggest thing I think they need to do. I think they're going to have problems uh, throwing the ball against them too much. You want to throw the ball after you've established that running game. So I want to see that running game tonight. Hopefully they'll get it going because, you know, you got the guys up front. Let, let's feed those guys up front. We tell them, look, man, we're depending on you guys. Let's open some holes. We're running the ball on these guys tonight because I, I think this one too. And you know what? You know, this other thing, you keep the ball away from Mahomes. Come on. Yes. Yes. Here's, here, here's the other thing too, Gary, for me on yeah. Nolan Smith, you know, mm -hmm. Derek Barnett not playing. I'm going to tell you why that's an awful thing. You know what's crazy is that everyone looks at the draft and they go, oh, my God, they got this first run. I go, do you understand that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes is going to circle this guy every yeah. single time he goes on the field, and they're going to attack this guy? There's a reason he hasn't been able to get on the field. One, mm -hmm. he, either do he doesn't know technique. They don't trust him. Yeah. He's hurt. Yeah. Could be all of that. The playbook's coming slow. Hey, the mm -hmm. playbook came slow for me. Mm -hmm. All of these things can be a factor in why a kid doesn't see playing time. Exactly. As you know, Gary, it's not always about the best talented player on the field. It's about the guy who can consume the information and apply right. it as quickly as possible. And then most, what? Retain it. That's right. And those guys are the guys that play. And when I see him on the field or I see Sidney Brown, mm -hmm. If I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm going right at them, dude. You better believe it. Yeah, uh, Sidney Brown. You know, I think he's going to be a good player. You know, hopefully yep, down the be. line. Yeah. But but what like but like they had him playing a you know the guy in the slot. I mean, he, he was lost. You know, you're going like, why did you put that kid in there? Got him playing slot. The kid is a safety. You got him in there trying to play the nickel corner in the NFL. So the the uh, the secondary's got to be smart. They they got to make sure they they. Uh, they're disciplined in the way they rush Mahomes. Uh, but the big thing is they got to keep the ball away from those guys. Run the ball on the Chiefs. Ball possession. You got to put the you got to get the ball in the end zone, though, when you get in those scoring chances. That's going to be the big thing. And, you know, uh, I think they can beat uh, KC, but don't turn the ball over. Don't do that, though. Absolutely. A couple last questions for you here, Gary. Um, I'll tell you this, man, that right guard position is going to be challenged tonight because Chris Jones is lining up over whoever they're going to throw in there. Well, and I'll tell you one thing he did. I think he stoned the uh, Eagle run game, and he was a factor and force. Now, yeah. they're not playing well there, but in the Super Bowl, he stoned Sayamalo. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but the Eagles don't have a better player in there right now than what Isaac Sayamalo is. And what? Mm -hmm. They keep saying, well, Jurgens is going to, well, Jurgens is not a better player. No, That's one not, of the reasons yeah. Pittsburgh has kind of turned their game around a bit is because he's been an influence there. Yeah. That's something to keep an eye on in this ball game, too. Well, you know, um, they, they got to run the ball on that left side. You know, that's where their strong yeah. side is running the ball. They got to get back to that where, where those guys over there, you know, they like to maul people. Let's, let's feed them tonight. Let's go ahead and feed them. And let's talk to them right now. I tell those guys, look. You guys eat good, man, because we're feet, we're coming, we're running the ball behind let, you guys. Let, let, let me here. Here's why I'm picking KC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I'm picking KC because if they run the ball, I'm talking if the Eagles run the ball 38 times, mm-hmm. I think the Eagles are going to win that game. But, Gary, I don't think they are. I think they're not going to run the ball in that football game, and they're uh-huh. going to want to throw the ball. And to me, you play right into the strength of the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs defense. And I don't think – I think they're going to get out coached again. I think tonight they get out coached like they did mm-hmm. the last two games because well it, you it, it, have it, it, to run this thing tonight. You, you got to run not the ball. with Swift. Yeah, you have to get Hertz involved. That's right. Yeah, Hertz Hertz has got to you know Hertz has got to go and do his thing because he's a big part of their running game. You know those RPOs are the heart of their running game, and uh, he's supposed to be healthy. He's, he's looked good and everything. He's got the stuff off his knee, so we'll see, man. But, um, you know, uh, we probably won't know who's going to win this game to late in that fourth quarter. It's going to be a – You think uh, it's a fourth-quarter game? Yeah, it's going to be a fourth-quarter game, yeah. Because if, if they do run the ball, which I'm hoping they do, but see, I, you know, I, I look at Nick Sirianni and some of those guys, they don't like to run. You're going like, why are you getting away from the running game? Get that ball on the ground, man. They're not scoring. I mean, the Chiefs aren't scoring any points if you're running the ball down their throat, you know. They're not scoring any points. And uh, that's the only place that they're a little weak defensively. But throwing the ball all day against that um, that secondary, you know, you, you don't want to turn that ball over, man. Absolutely. You don't do that. I can't wait to see this thing tonight, man. <laughs> I, I, I really can't. Don't forget to catch Gary on Fox 29. Hey, but I'll tell you what. Eagles have got their work coming, coming out for the for the rest of this, you know, the, the end of this month and going forward. I mean, look at look what their schedule. Oh, they hey. No, no, here, play the I, Niners? I, I wrote it down here. Check it out hey. here. Here's, here's who they got here, right? They got yeah. coming up here. They got Buffalo coming up, right? And, and Buffalo is come on, you know, they got they the Buffalo's gotta win that game. See San Francisco, Dallas, and then Woo. Seattle. I'm telling you, man, you see San Francisco <laughs> and Dallas. You're talking about two teams, and both of them want the Eagles because the Eagles have beat both of them. Come on. 49ers have been crying all offseason about how they want to show the Eagles that they're a better team. So it's going to be fun, man. Absolutely. Have a great call tonight, Gary. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a good one. You too. You got it. That is the legendary Gary Cobb, Fox 29, former Philadelphia Eagle himself. Dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 da. I love that tomahawk chop, man. Oh, sorry. I know some of you get a little. Did he say tomahawk chop? (gasps) (laughs) Did he say tomahawk chop? Does he know how racist that is? 70,000 fans, black, white, green, orange, blue, yellow, purple, all sitting at Arrowhead. (laughs) Oh, I love that thing, man. I like the, when the Braves do it, too. Yeah, I'm not that tightly strong, dog. Yeah, little thing, little shit things like that don't, don't, don't stress me. Okay? Fans are having a fun time. All fans are having a fun time in the building. It's fun to watch. All right. Hey. Ho, oh, ho. Detroit Lions and Dallas Cowboys. Yet three hours away, RT. I'm going to. Dude. I'm, hey, you guys have to follow me on Twitter tonight because I will be commenting. Florida State 2, Dirty D. 
Absolutely. That is such a great environment up there. Dude, when they do that up there at FSU at Doe Campbell, intimidating. Absolutely intimidating. Hey, don't forget our good friends. Happy Wings Giving from our friends at Hooters, man. Absolutely, the iconic Hooter girls want you to know during the month of November that they are going to have absolutely awesome specials each and every single day for you. By the way, here's our winners today on our Football Monday. Jesse from California and Raymond from Pennsylvania. We appreciate you guys. Tomorrow we'll start it up again. Really on a football Tuesday, right, Tone? It'll be a football Tuesday. Um, I like it, and we're going to have specials there for you each and every single day. Um, Coors Light drafts, $2.99, 25 cents goes to each and every single purchase right there, local charities, because of you during this holiday month. The holiday calendars are out with Hooters 2024. Nine of the girls, I believe, are featured in it. There's $100 in coupons that are inside. Also, the... The calendar's there. Go to northeasttutors.com. That's northeasttutors.com. Tuesdays, buy 10 wings, get 10 free. Wing Wednesdays, 1983. All you can eat. Kids eat for free on Saturdays. That's northeasttutors.com. That's northeasttutors.com. And do me a favor, when you roll in, tell them Big Seal sent you. and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to move to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com.
Tom. Use the promo code WIN. man look at this two teams 15 and three combined right heading into this game by the way philly 500 i see you in here brother holy cow they're trying to do something for the first time in 30 years bills and cowboys are two teams getting back to the super bowl andy reed versus nick sirianni it sounds like a comedy but i guess it, it is part of the matchup I guess. Jesus Christ, if it comes down to that, you're beat for sure. Um, It's so lopsided in coaching. It's so lopsided. Again, Sirianni doesn't really have a job except for just being a cheerleader. There's no, there's nothing he does. He may have some input into the no, not really, because they took the play calling away. I, I see. I don't look at him like others do. Now, here, do I think Jimmy Johnson was a fantastic X's and O's head coach? No. Jimmy picked the coaches. He picked the talent. He picked what they were going to run, and he let his coaches coach. The difference is, is that he was the head head guy and he made all the decisions. The guy who makes all the decisions in Philly is Howie, not him. I can't believe that I hear people actually in the media are suggesting that Nick picks talent and evaluates the talent, has something to do on draft day. And, and like, you know, even on Sundays on who plays and who doesn't, it's kind of crazy. You can see how it's set up. It's very interesting. And I think people that get in, that are in that system, I do think it is. Um, I think that's hard to coach. And Nick does a nice job of maneuvering through it. Okay. Jesse goes, and you know, yeah, because Dick said it. That's why when he said he had to introduce himself at the Super Bowl this last year to all the coaches when he was hired. Yeah. I mean, did you not hear that too? I mean, yeah, but Bruce, and and quite frankly, Frank Wright came on this program and told you, you want to coach in Philly? They got us way of doing business. Hey, man, every, hey, every place has a way of doing business. There's not one, NFL ownership is not cookie cutter. Some organizations want to have more control because of the, the numbers now and the analytics. And some organizations allow the head coach to have total say. That's why you hire training wheels, head coaches, and coordinators. They don't want anybody with experience in there being a coordinator or head coach. They want to groom them. They got a way of doing things. That's not why you see experience. Andy Reid wasn't experienced. 
He was a quarterback coach, not a coordinator. You're making it sound like I'm telling you something that is not something that you've done for 30 years. That's crazy. Yeah, you, 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 the only person actually that you gave total control to was Chip. And what is your point and why do you care? Because, Chris, at the end of the day, um, the game planning comes down to an organizational decision on how they're going to attack Kansas City. It's not a gut feeling. And that's the difference between Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, and Sirianni. How many times have you heard Tone say that Jalen came over to the sidelines and said, and that's why we trust you? And Jalen goes, You should trust me. And in the Super Bowl, he got conservative. Doug Peterson's not getting conservative on those calls late in that Super Bowl. Nick is. Why? Because people upstairs are telling him the analytics. Doug's not playing analytics. Andy Reid's not playing analytics. Andy Reid has got one of the best feels for the game, and it's improved, actually, in Kansas City. And probably Mahomes has been a big part of that. Uh, Andy's great. Mahomes has probably been a very big part of Andy's growth as a coach also because he realizes he can do more than anybody he's ever had at the position. Andy had to do more coaching with McNabb. Here he doesn't. Here he has to pull this guy more off a ledge and keep this guy more with guardrails on because he's capable of doing anything at any moment in the game, whereas McNabb was never going to be that guy. And nor did McNabb have the leadership and the medal at the end of a game to win it for you because he just wasn't built that way. Mahomes is. And Reed's come along, too, as a play caller. Okay? Under the line. Okay? Keon goes, without Mahomes, Andy has zero rings. And without Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni is a librarian. Um, as far as I'm concerned, did it Alex Smith win a division title? They weren't going to win a Super Bowl with him. And when Nick Sirianni was a play caller, he was two and five. I, 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 okay. Criticize Mahomes for once. Why would I do that? Here. Look at that. You know what's funny about that? That guy wants me to criticize this. A two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time Super Bowl um, winner, a 2016 Offensive Player of the Year, a six-time Pro Bowler, Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year, Burt Bell Award, five straight AFC Championship games, holds the record for the most highest pass percentage completion at 104.8 and playoffs at 107.4. He wants me to criticize that. Why? For what? And winning Super Bowls with less talent. Why would you criticize that? Why would I criticize that? Okay. And nothing you said, nothing you just said was this year. Jesse. What is Mahomes? What are you talking about? They are the defending world champions until otherwise noticed that they can't make it to the postseason. They are the reigning heavyweight champion of the world. You're going into that game tonight 
in Arrowhead versus the champion. You've got to prove yourself, not them. You got to prove you can beat them, not beat you. Because the game you win tonight, you know what you're going to hear Eagle fans doing tomorrow? Celebrating you beat Mahomes. And you know what it's going to be? It, it, it's going to be fool's gold. So you beat him in the regular season, but you couldn't beat him in the Super Bowl. I don't know. Is that a consolation prize? I don't know, man. You want to start rooting for consolation prizes. You might want to find a different show. Even Hurt, listen, even Hurts going into this game tonight knows this. All 31 other quarterbacks that are in this game, and get this, just because you make 50 million bucks doesn't mean you're a quality guy, quality quarterback, quality person. You got to prove it every day. You got to prove it every day. Because you make a lot of money doesn't mean you're good. It just doesn't. You got to win Super Bowls to justify it. Get this. If Jalen Hurts never wins a Super Bowl, or if Lamar Jackson never wins a Super Bowl, or if uh, Josh Allen never wins one, and you paid that guy $40 million, you wasted all that money. You wasted a quarter of a billion dollars. Mahomes has validated his money. Had a nice career. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Guys make it to the Hall of Fame having nice careers. Uh, so was Burrow and Allen with their contracts? Not what I just said. I'm comparing them to Mahomes. Are they worth it? Guys like Allen and Mahomes and Hurts keep you in the conversation of potentially, you got to have a guy like that to be in an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. And that's the only thing you have that's the only thing you have is that the Philadelphia Eagles will always be in a position to potentially win it. You got to get across the finish line, though. So as I'm going into this game, just looking to leave 1-0. Perfect way to look at it. And by the way, if they get out of that game tonight, I don't. I think they'll be outcoached tonight. Not outplayed. Again, they weren't outplayed in that Super Bowl. They were outcoached. You're good. If you go, come, I'll tell you this. If you come out of a Kansas City game for the third year in a row outcoached, you've got a problem. Do you not agree with me? Tone, I don't know if you look at it this way too. If you lose three years in a row to the Kansas City Chiefs and you get outcoached three years in a row with the record you have and the talent you have, you don't think there's a problem? Even with your record thing. That's why the pressure's on you tonight. If you lose three years in a row to the Chiefs, and Jared Goff beat them in the opener. Well, Chris Jones, I know, man. We can come up with everything on the planet. I get it. Problem was Gannon. So it was coaching, right, Callie Green? It was coaching. 
Callie Green just made my point. It was coaching. So it was coaching in the Super Bowl. It was coaching in 2021. It'll be coaching tonight. If you were at Lincoln Financial, I'd probably go for you. Even the betters are going against you. You were favored in the Super Bowl. Now you're not. What changed? You got a better record than them. How could you not be favored? Oh, it's KC. Ah. KC's got one more loss than you. Is that right? That's right. Thank you, Callie. KC's favored and lost B enemy. KC had B enemy and was underdogs in the Super Bowl. Now they're favored. Oh, oh, damn. What is that about? We're going to reset here and look at week 11 of the NFL. That damn cowboy thing. I don't, hey, I'm with you. Hey, get, by the way, I want to I do this. I want to do this. Is it three and a half now? It can't be, Trey. Three, Trey, is it three and a half? Did it go up to three and a half? No way. Kansas City is not a three and a half better. No way. It better not have gone up to three. No way. No way is it three and a half. I, I don't believe it's three and a half. The, the point spread. No way. It was two and a half for like the last five days. If it's three and a half, I'm taking Philly in the money, but I'll still stick with KC. The line is two. Okay. Yeah. I That thing's not going to move that much. By the way, I want to make sure you guys understand something. Here are the, here, here are the teams right now. I'm probably bearing um, for tomorrow. Ravens, 90s, 49ers, Eagles. Ravens, 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs. Here. Ravens, 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs. Those four teams, it's KC, that's why two don't be. It, I thought it was two and a half. Ravens, 49ers, Eagles, or Chiefs. I'll give you those four teams versus the field. You think one of those four teams are going to win the Super Bowl? I'm not putting the Cowboys in there. Okay. I am not. Would you would you take the field or would you take one of those four? Ravens, Niners, Eagles, Chiefs. I'll take these four teams. I think the Super Bowl is going to come from one of these four teams. Like, how about this? Hey, Tone, how about this for the AFC championship? Chiefs, Ravens. Eagles 49ers. Can you imagine if you have Lamar Jackson and, and um, Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl? Your whole dual threat thing. <laughs> um, I think it ends. The conversation on dual threat ends if you get those two dudes because everyone's going to want one of those. 
dual threat things. Okay. <laughs> Both make it to the Super Bowl. Be insane. All right. We're going to reset week 11 of the National Football League. Also, we're going to take a look at some of the turkey games, some big games coming up here this week. Really some telling games, obviously. Dinner for Sills at Hooters. Love and respect, my brother. Thank you, David. That is really kind of you. Absolutely spectacular. I can't thank you enough. Man, we're getting closer and closer to this thing. Tone's probably right now, like, um, not in a good place. Am I right, Tone? You're probably not in a good place right now. He's probably just sitting here seething going, I can't wait. I'm <sighs> Deep breath, Tone. Deep breath. I'm good right now. <laughs> we learned something today about my guy, Tone. He can't drink there an Eagle. <laughs> oh, my God. Tone's a bad drunk. <laughs> He's like the guy on Silver, silver Book Lining. He's like that guy, man. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? You got thrown out of the Eagle game? You, I could I, hey, I could have Tone play that role. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I told you not to get into a fight. You got into a fight anyway. What you want me to do, Dad? <laughs> Tone's got a bratwurst in his hand, and he's beating the shit out of a cowboy guy. And <laughs> um, can you can you see Tone's had too much to drink? He's at Lincoln Financial. He's wearing. Let me see. He's got a Jalen Hurts uh, jersey on. Somebody talks shit on him. He's had too many Coronas. Some guy starts doing it. And he starts beating his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets barred from the parking lot. <laughs> Dude, you're you're so barred you can't go to Sixer. <laughs> Power hour coming up. Keep it here on National Football Show. and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. 
We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to most to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. Sills, appreciate you coming aboard. Tone, when will I receive my Hooters merch? I won like two to three weeks. Look at there, brother. I promise we're always on it. We always do a great job, man. I promise you we'll be on it here. Um, do you guys know what happened November 19th, 1978? Do you guys remember what happened November 19th, 1978? I was a young kid, and I was watching this. Was my uncle the general manager of the team then? So let me get this right. If we beat them, it's congrats, we beat them in the regular season. But if we lose to them, it's we can't beat them, right? Yeah. They have nothing to prove. You do. Thank you. Yes. Just to clarify. Absolutely. What do they have to lose? Whether they win or lose, they're still the champs. You've won nothing. That's what I've been telling you. Yes, Prince. So what, do you think you get a regular season trophy like a Cowboy trophy? It's got the big star on it if you win against them? You're playing for respectability on beating big teams like that. Yes. Okay. Tonight's Psychologically, a win would be like when Rocky cut Drago in round two. It would prove they're human. Yeah, I like that. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. What happened in 1978? November 19th. See, I was still in high school. I was a young kid. May have been my 
in my freshman year. And I'm watching a football game. And back then I was a Giants fan. And it was my uncle the GM of the team of the Giants then at that time. Let me think. Who was the general manager of the New York Giants in 1978? Robustelli. Probably what got him fired. And instead of taking a knee, Joe Pisarczyk, who, by the way, Herm Edwards has been on the show numerous times, um, scoops and scores with 20 seconds left. And if you listen, I think there's a call by Merrill Reese on this thing too. The miracle in the Meadowlands. Dude, when you were, hey, you were, if you were a Giant fan and you're watching that thing, because it would have been an upset. I think if you guys, I think you guys clinched a playoff spot um, with that win. I think you were, if, hey, 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 Yale, tell me if I'm wrong. I think the Eagles were seven and five going into that game. This is just off the top of, I think they were seven and five. And a win would make them eight and six, and it, they would they would clinch a playoff win if they did that. And they get that scoop and score, and they I, I believe they clinched a playoff spot off that game against the Giants. And man, I'm I'm watching. I could not believe what happened. I was at that game, my Giant fan. <laughs> Friends crying, dude. All of a sudden, was it? Hey, hey, maniac. Wasn't it Zonka? That like it was Zonka and Pasarchik, right? Hey, Sills, I have seen an ending play like that ever since. I'm with you, Eric. I mean, I have not. I've never seen anything like that either. I mean, I've seen. We've seen hail marys, right? No, you know what, Trey? That's a good point. I don't know if in 78, did they play 14 games or 16 games? I don't know if that thing was implemented in, in 78. I think there were 14 games. I think I think it was 14 games in 78. I, I think early 80s they went to 16. Um, or maybe when the expansion teams came in. I can't remember when they went to 16. They I, I think they played 14. NFL didn't play until the 80s. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man, I remember, man, the Eagles. See, that's why. Get this, guys. I know you guys have Dallas as your as as your um your rival, but when I grew up, it was Eagles and Giants. I never looked at the Cowboys as the um New York Giants rival. I looked at the Philadelphia Eagles. That I I guess it's probably generational, you know. Tony, I know that I know the Cowboys are your rival. But to me, man, it was always Giants and Eagles. That thing went back forever in my family. Giants and Eagles, Robustelli, Concrete, you know, all that. I, I I grew up with Eagles and Giants as the rival in the East. 16 games in 78? Oh, I, I didn't know that. I thought it was 14, okay? Trey was always Eagles and Giants. Merkel in the Meadowlands was when... We were down by three scores with seven minutes left. 
in the fourth, and Jack returned the game-winning punt as the time expired. Man. Then Larry went back to the – that's right, 79, he went back to the Dolphins. He did. He was in that – Dirty, he was in that – um um, what was it? He was in that World Football League for a little bit with Kick and with Warfield. One of the oldest rivalries in sports. I think one of the greatest rivalries. Hey, is there a better East Coast rivalry than Giant and football and Giants and Eagles? Steelers and Ravens? Giants and Eagles? Not for me, man. No way. I grew up Giants and Eagles. Okay. I grew up Giants and Eagles. Giants in Dallas? Yeah. I never looked at the Cowboys when I was a young kid as being the New York Giants or the Philadelphia Eagle rival. But I get it now. See, but the team wasn't as popular as it is today. I never thought the team was as popular just because they had Landry. I never looked... The Cowboy brand is way bigger today because of TV and social media than it was back then. Because to me, Giants and Eagles, man, that's that was the rivalry. That, those were the teams you had to beat every year to win the East. Djax was a miracle at the Meadowlands. Three, Clyde Simmons picking up the block field goal in OT and running it in for a TD was number two. And look, look at all those great games that you guys had against New York. Sills of Delphia Super Bowl tonight. That's right, baby. That's right. Hey, by the way, real quick here. This Josh Dobbs thing, man, we're going to talk about him here in a second. I've never seen anything like this guy. I surely hope Minnesota gives him an opportunity, man. I know they lost to Denver. Holy shit, is he good. You talk about a guy that needs an opportunity. Dear God, please help him because he's good. Seals, so get this. Mom and mom and brother are Dallas fans. My dad and twin brothers are Giant fans. I'm an Eagle fan. I have no family on Sunday. Dude, you belong on a park bench. Hey, do you, if you live in Philly and all those dynamics live, you guys must lock the front door and don't let anyone in. Because the Eagle, hey, Tone, here's the Eagle people I know. Dude, you can walk down any street in South Philly, in those Italian neighborhoods, and you can walk and listen to the game with the windows open in September. And you could go from one end of the block to the other end of the block, and everyone's in there watching the Eagles play somebody. It's like one of the only places you can ever do that. You go from one end of the of the of the street to the next end of the street, right? And you can you can listen to the game as you're walking your dog. <laughs> okay. We all fist fight? Sounds like my house. <laughs> yeah, hey, Neil, right? Neil, Neil, you could probably walk around all of South Philly for three hours and listen to the entire game, right? Like if you, hey, you could probably walk tonight all the way around South Philly and probably hear the game. All you have to do is walk down the street without missing a play. <laughs> Look at that. That's a fact, Sills. You could be sitting on the steps here, the crowd at the link. It's a religion. I, Neil, I think it's spectacular. 
I really do, man. I, I think it's I think it's absolutely spectacular. One of my faves was Westbrook punt return. That was yep, that's right. I was like nine. We're from New York, but I got Philly Green running through my. I like it, man. It's good. Hey, you know, you know, I hear people saying this that these next couple games. Here's why it's a gauntlet. It's not that you're not capable of winning any one of these games. It's the amount of competition you have to play every week. KC, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, and Seattle. It's constant pressure. I'd like to have a Tennessee in there, like Cowboys do, or Carolina. Wouldn't you like to have a Carolina and a Giants in there somewhere? To kind of like, I'm not saying exhale, but to kind of be like, have a little more margin of error. There's no margin of error in these games. And by the way, these are games you lose people when you play that high competitive. Every one of these teams are playoff teams. Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas, and Seattle. You're not playing Giants in Carolina here. So get this. People are going like this. Well, teams have to look at us as the gauntlet. No, that's not what this is. This is the team here, and these five teams are all playoff teams you're playing. You get hurt in games like this. You lose people. You don't lose games in Carolina Panther games. Okay? You don't lose games in New York Giant games. These are the games here that you lose top-notch people. And these are the teams that you got to gauge yourself against. On a, when, you, when you play a playoff, do you not get it that this is a mid-season? Think about this as what you got here with these teams. This is a mid-season playoff run here that you have to go on. This is going to be so great for you once you get to the postseason, because this is not single elimination. You can make a mistake and correct it. This is like an in, I think this is the greatest thing ever happened to the Eagles. These five games are preparing you for the postseason. You basically have an in-season tournament that's not single elimination. You can drop Kansas City. Shit, you could drop another one and win the other three. And correct all your mistakes. Get healthier as you get into the real postseason. This, this here is kind of like that NBA thing they're doing. This prepares you for what's to come. Right, Sue? Learn from mistakes, correct them, get healthy. Like I said... Would I want to bring Goddard back if I'm winning these? If I'm if I'm three and one, or I'm three and zero, and Goddard's not a hundred percent, why would I bring him back? So I could put all my chips in on a to win against Seattle. If I'm already leading by two games when it comes to home field, probably want to bring him back to get him in some big games. But this is again, like I said, I thought about this over the weekend. This is like an in-season tournament, you guys. It's like a tourney here. And the, and the good thing is, if you lose, you're not going home. Right? You're not going home here. You couldn't ask. And, hey, there's no Carolina in New York. Playoff game. 
Kansas City, right? Playoff game versus Kansas City, okay? Then you go to your next playoff game, Buffalo. Then you go to your next playoff game, Niners. Could be a precursor to the NFC title game. Then you go to, get this, not even that. How about this? Inside, you have two tournaments. All, like, locked in here. KC. First game of the tournament. Seals, the Cowboys have played three games against the worst-ranked teams at the time they played them. Yet, they think they're the best. Philly, 500. Hey, brother, we got to get you on tomorrow. I would say this to you, brother. The Cowboys are the worst 7-3 and team in the NFL. I can't think of a team above 500 they've beaten this year. I, I don't buy a gosh dang thing they've done. I mean, I have not moved the needle on the Giants or Carolina. I don't give a shit. I don't see it. I I, I just don't see it. Look at this. So Kansas City tonight, playoff game. Start the turn, first game of the tournament. Then you got another game in the tournament, Buffalo. Then you got San Francisco. This could be a pregame and a preview of the NFC Championship game. Then you got a game probably for home field against Dallas and the NFC East right there. Then you got Seattle, a team you might face in the opening round of the playoffs if you are the home field. Or maybe even if you say somehow the Lions get it, you may have to play them again. These are the best four teams you can, and you may face Kansas City again in the Super Bowl. This is not only the best part of the schedule, but this is the most you'll be prepared for and how well you're going to, this is going to determine your Super Bowl. These five games starting tonight. Do you agree? You think this, this will determine how you see this team? Because I'm going to say this to you, like I, like I said. Yeah, I, I still have you going four and one. You're going to lose Kansas City tonight, but you're going to win the other the other uh, four games. I'm, I'm taking away the Seattle one because Geno got banged up a bit. Um, I'm taking I'm I'm that Buffalo game is going to be interesting. That Buffalo game, I think you're, you're still four and one, but I think you win Seattle now. That's going to be a man. That's such a tough trip. The Dallas game will be tough in Dallas. San Francisco at least is at home along with Buffalo. Kansas City tonight will be get this Kansas City too. Look at look at what you have here. No wide receivers. Then you have Stefan Diggs. Then you have Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle and McCaffrey. Then you have CD. Then you have DK. Who's the other kid on the other side? Who's the other kid on the other side of Metcalf? Um Who's the other guy on the other side of Metcalf? Because he's pretty. Is it, is it? What's that kid's name? Yeah, Tyler Lockett. He had a thousand yards last year too. Yeah, Lockett. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And Tone. Yes, Tyler Lockett's a pretty good damn. He's a, he's a pretty damn good player too. Tonight will be the worst wide receiving core of these next five games you'll play. I mean, I I, I don't personally believe that there's anybody on that Kansas City team that started any one of those except maybe San Francisco, except maybe Buffalo. In a number two role, and in Dallas in a number two role. Kelsey's not a wideout. 
Kelsey's a tight end. Um, so, and, I, and 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 yeah, I know Kelsey's used in the slot sometimes too. So they do line him out there. You know, you know what's funny, Yell? They'll put him in. Hey, they'll put him in the slot, play him in a wide receiver position. But when he goes to negotiate his contract, they uh they 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 talk to him as a tight end. And they pay him as a tight end, but yet they use him in the game as a wide receiver sometimes in the slot. And so it's how you keep the prices down, not having to pay him $20 million. It's really a shitty way of doing it. Remember uh, Jimmy Graham had to battle all that down in Seattle or um, New Orleans. He had to do all that. Sills, the Eagles win tonight. Your ass better be mine. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if the Eagles win tonight, it'll be the first time that I do, I'll sing Fly, Eagles Fly. I haven't done it all year. Sills, any update on Goddard? From what I'm understanding, Tone, correct me, but I think they could get him back from potentially Dallas and Seattle. Maybe Seattle, probably be more conservative. Okay, probably Seattle, but they could get him back maybe for Dallas and the Seattle game. So from that's that's at least what I'm hearing. Start tomorrow's show with Fly Eagle Fly. Wait a minute, they got to win first, guy. You want you want to get all the you you want to get rainbows and butterflies all right already. All right, real quick, I want to reset here because we're getting closer to the game. And folks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna once again, I'm gonna explain to you why I'm taking the Chiefs tonight. I don't think your coaches are gonna run the ball like I want them to. They could prove me wrong tonight. Kansas City can't stop the run. If they come out firing the ball around the yard, that's not a way to beat them. And it's got to be Hurts in the first half. I think Philly's got to score first, too. Because if Philly doesn't score first and Kansas City gets up on them, they're going to panic and bow out of the run game. They're not going to stay to the run game. They have proven that M.O. all year. Why in the world would I believe they're going to change their philosophy tonight? Why would I think they're going to do something completely different? They should, hey, they should just go back to their roots. I think they can't. Okay? Renee goes, they're going to surprise you. It, it would be a surprise. If they run the ball, one more time, guys, if they run the ball tonight 38 times, they win. I don't think you are. Can you? Yes. But Hurts, not Swift. Swift does is not going to hurt Kansas City. Jalen Hurts is going to hurt them. Jalen Hurts is your best offensive football player. But when you take part of his game away like you have, 
you're not the same run team. It's funny. You know I'm saying, you know what I'm saying is right. And you, you start throwing me fool's gold because of two games that blew your run stats up. The rest of it has you've been outrushed by Washington. They have no O-line. Some go, well, it's 107 and 104. How in the world do the Washington commanders who have nothing in the offensive line put up more rushing yards than you? It makes no sense when you have four pro bowlers in your O-line. You're not utilizing your talent. You know how I talk to you about value in your corners and how you're not getting your money out of your value in your corners. You're not getting your value out of your old line. You get $30 million in two offensive tackles and you won't run the ball tonight versus a team that can't stop the run. Look, and again, like I said, will they? I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Jurgens is not going to help the run game tonight. He is not. Chris Jones crushed Isaac Sayamalo. Cam Jurgens is not a better player than him. Where would you think that? A guy who is a traditional center is better than a guy like Sam Malo, who was a pro bowler last year. How dumb can you possibly pretend to be? Ugh. And then you combine this. We brought this up all day. You're taking on a team with Mahomes who's virtually unbeatable at home. 45 and 10. Playoffs, regular season. He's 10-0 in the month of November. He's never lost in the month of November. Reed's 12-3 coming off of buys as a head coach at the Chiefs. Eagles have a three-game win streak, and they're underdogs. Hertz has scored 10 touchdowns in the last three games, which is excellent. Chiefs defense is the best defense in the league, points allowed. They don't give touchdowns up. They've given up the least amount of yards, or top five, I should say, and only surrendered 15 touchdowns this year total. But here's, here, here is the game. Two losses, 135.5 yards allowed. My God Almighty, it's written there in front of you who they are. Right now, you can't lie who you are. Four pro bowlers, uh, a Chiefs defense who can't stop the run. My God, even if you know it's coming, is there anything Kansas City? This is what aggravates me about a conversation like this. So get this. I don't have to play chess here. I mean, you don't get into a fight with Mike Tyson and George Foreman and not think haymakers are coming. You think they're going to try to do something different to you? They're going to throw bombs at you. 
especially if you can't take punches. It'd be like Foreman going, well, here, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to spar with him for a little bit. Why would you keep him in the game? You keep Kansas City. Kansas City wants us to be a fourth quarter game like the Super Bowl. You understand this, right? You're not doomed. Just run it. I'll be on Twitter at Dan Cilio Show. Um, to me, if I see a 14-play drive and it's really dominant in the run game and it's bad weather tonight, which is expected, Kansas City is going to have to fight their ass off. And they're going to have to score every opportunity they can get. Because you know what you do when you do that to the Chiefs? You limit their chances on scoring, which they haven't been proficient at this much. Why wouldn't you, if the Eagles get four series of 10 plays or more, it's over. They'll beat them. I don't trust your coaches. Hey, by the way, 85, that's really a great point. So you got bad weather. You run the ball. You keep it third and short. You could have four brotherly shoves tonight. That'll be, that will be essential in beating them. You think Kansas City, who can't stop the run, is going to stop the brotherly shove? You would need a Sherman tank to stop that thing. Kansas City cannot stop that play. I think it comes down to this. Kansas City's pass offense versus the Eagles' pass defense. Philly's run game, which, again, you know what? You know what? Versus the Chiefs, not very good run defense. Can I tell you what really is sad about this conversation here? This is not a physical... You have physical mismatches in your safety position in that, at one corner right now. You don't have any deficiencies in your run talent. Why in the if I don't see a bunch of runs tonight, I question the coaching once again. And then I'm going to question whether you have the right people to beat teams like Kansas City. If you get beat three years in a row, by that team with lesser talent than you. Okay? Like, m- remember what I said earlier in the show. I think your offense is way better talent-wise than Kansas City's as a group. I think the unit Kansas City got better because their defense got better. Yours got worse. But if you can't beat and stop Mahomes for a third year in a row, I think you have... Tomorrow, I'll be questioning that. Wouldn't you be? Chiefs run defense versus Eagles pass defense. Yes, sir. Don't you agree with me tomorrow? If you can't beat that team, and God forbid Mahomes throws for 450 and beats you, and they run the ball for 10 yards, and you weren't able to defend them, and you were still playing 10 yards off the ball. Jesus, Grammy, that means this. There's no way of beating them. 
if you're can if you're Philly, you have no way of beating them because they beat you both ways, running the ball and passing it. You can't defend them. Am I right or wrong? And by the way, three games in a row, that's a trend. You can't beat them. Now, if you turn around and beat them, you know what that means? You put a you put something in the back of the champion's mind. Okay. They're over the hump. That Super Bowl that the Giants won against the Patriots. Last game of the year, when they beat them on the final play, the Giants went, we can beat this team. Got to the Super Bowl. It took a crazy David Tyree play, but they beat him. Okay? I think I think Philly goes into this game tonight knowing full well they can beat them. But will the coaches allow them to do their strengths tonight? I don't believe it. I think there's too many voices in the room. And I've said this. I could be proven wrong tonight, guys. Tone, I could be proven wrong tonight. I could totally be proven wrong. I think you got too many voices in the room. If you just let those guys play and you let Philly be Philly and you let Hurts run, put them 10, 12 times out there, Kansas City will be their, – their, their backs will break. Let me say this. If you don't have that scoop and score, you beat them. You beat them. Maxson goes, Hertz has to have a comp. That's a great comment. Think about this, for instance. Maxson. So somewhere in the game tonight, you know what I want to see from Jalen Hurts tonight? Walk over to the sideline and go, either you fucking believe me or you don't, you trust in me. I got this thing. We're going to do this here. We're going to run it here. We're not going to throw the ball down the field here with the lead. With, with, we're not going to throw the ball down the field with the lead on third and three and give that guy the ball back with two minutes left in the game. I'm not doing that. We're going to run it here. And then we're, we'll, we'll let it, we're going to go for it on fourth down. Let's do this. That's the kind of leadership you have to have in a game like this tonight. How many times you see Mahomes go over the sidelines with Eric Bieniemy and him barking at each other, and Andy have to come over and start talking shit to both of them, saying, "Sit the, you know what, down." Okay. Eric Bieniemy was not the offensive coordinator. Eric Bieniemy was the offensive organizer. Andy calls the play. Hurts, I want to see Hurts assert himself in situations where he knows what the right play is. You don't need a play here. We don't need to do that. Make him have to do this. Kenny, of course. But you got it. You have 53 guys on a team for a reason. It can't come down to analytics. Tonight is not an analytics game. Okay? Anthony goes, aren't you going for the Chiefs? Are you trying to play both sides? No, I don't believe that you have the coaching to beat that team. 
Why would I think that? I'm telling you, you can. It's a frustrating thing. Don't lose three in a row. Because you're going to get killed tomorrow. Stop doubting the Eagles offensive line. Oh, I don't doubt the Eagle offensive line at all. I doubt your coaching. Okay. Hey, get this. I doubt your coaching. Okay. I doubt your coaching. Sounds like bad luck, Sills. I mean, no. Stop the two-yard scrambles by Mahomes. He has every game, and you have 80% chance of winning. Play Nolan as a spy. Nolan, are you crazy wanting to put Nolan Smith into a game versus an experienced Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes? You want to put a guy on the field because he was good at Georgia and he hasn't played all year. He's been a non-factor. Sidney Brown's ass, I don't want to see in that game tonight. They'll go right at those two guys. They go, it's not about talent. It's about game experience. When you're at that level, Nolan Smith, Sidney Brown, welcome to the NFL. This is about, this is about having seen it all. Sweat and Reddick are so enormous in tonight's game. I can't tell you how important those two men. I'll tell you this. I would say that Sweat and Hassan Reddick are more important than the corners tonight. Don't let that guy get out in the perimeter and moving the offensive passing lanes around. Good night almighty. Please keep him contained and herded. If you let that man roll around and he's just rolling around in free space, they'll put 40 on you. You have to keep him off the field, which is running the ball, and herded to his left. Make him make the hard throw. Make him make the pass across the field, back across the field. Cover Kelsey. Hit Kelsey. I would I would put I would put Josh Sweat on that guy's ass. And I would make Andy Reid flex him out into the slot and take him off the line of scrimmage. It's easier to cover a guy in the slot than it is off the line on press and release. Because then he's got the get this, then you could put a safety on him. You could put Kevin Byard on him and if he's in the slot. But if he's on the line of scrimmage, that's Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow. That's not what I want to see. That's not exactly what I want. That's not the matchup. That's the matchup the Chiefs want. Okay? All right, I'm going to take a quick time out of here because we're going to come back and we're going to make some predictions about tonight's game. Okay? Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show.
Ball and Hooters, the perfect pair. If you own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to move to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. right now and it feels like 39 in kansas city 50 to 60 percent chance of rain tonight um is that a factor absolutely especially with the wind gusts that go on at arrowhead um you you feel it in the stadium in there you do you feel it in there and this is really like like yale just said it's great football i saw what you said chris chris had a great comment in here um sills you think sweat and reddick are more important than Carter and Davis. You got me, Chris. Carter and Davis are more important because that was the medicine they used to beat you, was running the ball. So they are more important. Okay? you They are more important. But, man, letting him get out in the open and in the perimeter, perimeter shit, dude. But it's it is Carter and Davis. Okay. It is Carter and Davis. 
because stopping the run has been the number one medicine that they've had to beat you. They've averaged 175 yards running the ball on you guys. So it that is that is, but sweating. I mean, I I guess I guess we got to say the front four then. The this is a front four game tonight. The front four have to have an, an insane game tonight. You're not going to get home un, unless you have great coverage, and you're never going to have great coverage. You play ten yards off the ball. So I mean, if you play that far off the ball. What would make me think you're – how could you have great coverage when you're allowing pitch and catch? But Carter and Davis are – they are the essential parts of this. Because if Kansas City can run the ball on you again, and I don't believe they can, but if they can, it's over. It, it'll be a fourth quarter. The, I, I still think this is going to be a fourth quarter game. I think both teams have deficiencies. The Eagles have a shitty pass defense, and Kansas City has a shitty run defense. That's what's going to equalize this. Dude, the offenses are going to be just as – you know what? You know what's going to happen? Like we saw nine months ago, the offenses are going to be great. The play calling on the Kansas City side is going to be great. Will the Eagles have learned anything from Andy? Now, I'll tell you this. Does Mahomes, does does having played against Mahomes a bunch of times, is this where Matt Patricia comes in? Having coordinated games against him, having beaten him, disguises and different looks. Okay. Seriously, see, that's a, that's another thing. When you get down to critical time of two minutes left and half and going into the game or at the end of the game, does Brian Johnson get tight like he did in the Jets game, the Cowboy game? Does he get tight? Right? Andy's not going to get tight. Is the side going to bring pressure on Mahomes? You bring pressure. I don't know if you bring pressure. I think you have enough talent. I think it's more about containing than pressure. Because you pressure him, that means there's somebody open in the middle. And God forbid he gets open and gets around the corner. He'll find a guy down the seam. And it could be a nobody scoring touchdowns tonight. Okay. This is going to be something else here. What scores do you have? There's 33 28. I have 24 21 Kansas City. What? Eagles win 26 23. Eagles. Hurts comes out on fire, and the Chiefs hanging that Super Bowl in front of Hurts. Big mistake. Okay, I like it. Maniac. Go Birds. Good show. Hey, Maniac. Good show. 
I like the word spectacular and great. 31-20, Eagles. Oh, my God, you have the same score, except I picked the Eagles to win. Okay, Steve. 35-21. You want Philly, Philly? (laughs) Eagles 28, Chiefs 25. Boy, I'll tell you what I do love about. Hey, thank you, Chris. Hey. I'll tell you what I do like, what everyone's saying here tonight. You know what they're doing, Tone? This will be a barn burner, man. I am so looking. This is the game of the year, man. This is 30 to 14. Only LJ can end the show like that. <laughs> 30 14 in a bird's blowout. Bless you, Sills. Here's our Hooters winners. Tomorrow we'll start the program up again. Jesse, congratulations to you. Raymond, congratulations to you. Here we go. Buckle up. You can go over to my Twitter page, too, by the way, at Dan Cilio Show. I will be tweeting during the game. Let me say this to you. And I'm like, oh, I see it on Tone's face. I see that smile. We're, we're like this. Come on here for a second, Tone. Tone's got to go right here. I, I got to see how this guy, I got to see how he's feeling here before we. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, man, oh, man. We're going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> hey, how, how you feeling right now? I feel all right. I feel good. You know what I mean? My wife just got home from work. I feel good, man. I feel 26, good. 26-23, is that what you got? 26-23. I'm locking that in, man. 26-23. I think this is going to be one of those games where your kickers got to be on their P's and Q's. 26-23, man. I'm rocking. It's going to be a physical, nasty matchup, man. 26-23, lock me in, Sills. Lock me I in. I got you, man. By the way, man, Xander, Big Joe, thank you. Tone and I, we thank you. We will see you yes. tomorrow, 2 to 6 Eastern, and we shall see you on the flip side. and Hooters, the perfect pair. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.